0: And you are watching another Blewitz Blitz film review. He has that ability to, trust me, he definitely does. Just his ability to catch balls outside of his frame, his leaping ability, his ability to hang in the air, his yak ability, it's, it's, it's all there. Lovers his helmet, low man wins. Bang. Rocks a guy. Hall running free. free Hall inside the 10. It's going to score. The, the corners. All right. Oh, I had to stream up twice, <laughs> and welcome to another edition of Blue It Splits. Um, didn't upload the audio last week. I'll do that this week. I, I apologize um, that I forgot playing it twice. Um, I was going to put a poll in there, but that's I'll, I'll do that a little bit later. Say hello to some people in the chat. I know I'm going a little bit earlier than I have in the recent past, where I've been kind of going live at 7 o'clock. Um, I, again, obviously, it's a little bit earlier now. Um, just because Devils are playing at seven, Nets are playing at seven, and I could do the show at five o'clock. So why not do the show at five o'clock and uh and watch those, watch those games later? So talking to you guys, uh 16 to 12 loss. Um an unfortunate, <laughs> unfortunate game for the for the Jets. Um still making steady uh studio improvements. If you hear my dog chewing on his bone in the background, I apologize, not really, but he's gonna be doing that until the wife comes home. But let's say hello to some people. Um I feel like I got out a lot like a lot last week in terms of my thoughts about where the Jets stand from a coaching aspect, from a quarterback, quarterback aspect, from um just an organizational standpoint. I don't think I'm as frustrated this week. I I kind of expected it. I think last week was me kind of seeing the somewhat of the writing on the wall. Um, and not to say they can't change it, but you know, the last few weeks have looked like the 2022 Jets against the Chargers, against the Lions, against the you know, the Patriots, the the Dolphins, the second game, and that's kind of where I felt like it was going <clears throat> in this game, you know, right off the jump. And I think Buffalo Jets fans said it on, on Twitter, and I said to my wife sitting there right before the game, you know, you you have Tony Dungy come out before the game, and he's hey, it's Salah said it's a it's a race to 20. It's like, okay, great. So we're gonna get really aggressive, I- I'm sure, in this game. Um, and it continued with, with the offensive problems, not being able to score in the red zone, you know, Zach Wilson <clears throat> stepping out of bounds has to know where he is. You have Uzama um, having multiple holding penalties in this game, which were uh, the one was just pure laziness um, by Uzama and, and, and really, really piss poor technique. Um, but it's just ugly. It's just ugly. He, he steps out of the three and we all know it, you know, I know it at least. I'm watching that game. I'm like, what are the chances of him, them actually scoring a touchdown here after they thought they had one? I thought it was pretty much zero. And then, Oh shit, they proved me wrong. You know, Brees Hall touchdown on, a, I think it was a power. Not, not so fast, not so fast. Um, which by the way, the audio should sound a little bit better this week. Um, other, other housekeeping news, which I actually want to, let me click on this video and see if it's going to work. Okay. I was playing it twice. Um, unfortunately, Uh, Kyle will not be doing shows with us anymore. Just a little announcement. Obviously Kyle was great doing with us for years. He did a show AFC East bros um, for a few years and then he couldn't really continue with that because of the, the the amount of time it took on Um, became a similar thing with him here Uh, during, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't find the, you know, he he couldn't figure out a way to, to get the, uh, the two hours for the live stream. So um, it is what it is. Uh, Obviously I'm going to miss Kyle. Uh, He's somebody I, I saw eye to eye with on a lot of, Life things, football things, um, felt like we we worked pretty well together. Um, but now going to be doing it uh solo at at least for the for the time being. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put a poll up in here, guys. And and this is legitimately for you guys, um, because I want to I want to know. Uh host, I want to know if you guys want me to oh, oh, hold on. That's not what I meant to do. End QA. Let me let me let me get that done. Okay, top chat. How do I do this? You got poll. Poll. Okay. Ask a question. Host. Yeah. I want to know if you guys want me to try to find a co-host on the show or if you want me to just go solo. Because I'm good with solo. Obviously, I could talk to a brick wall for, for quite a while. Um, And I get to interact with you guys more. And then maybe I could do a, a call-in type of thing at, at some times with me just solo, or I just run it solo. Um, Because last week, listen, I ran it solo for two hours and I could have easily ran it for three, uh, most likely. So. You guys let me know. It is always nice to bounce off uh, with a co-host, but at the same time, um, I think with this show, it has to be a very specific type of person, you know, but let me go back to the, to the stream yard and see, uh, and see what you guys are saying in here. And I'll, I'll run through the chat a little bit. And I want to see that poll. I want to see what you guys are generally, genuinely saying um, your legitimate thoughts. Even if you want to email me, even if you want to uh, comment after, let me know. Dakota Green Hearts and the White Heart, Green and White, and the White and Green, uh, like Clockwork has, uh, as Simon says, Justin Jets says, I can't wait until I never have to watch Zach Wilson game again, another Zach Wilson game again. <clears throat> um, I think the last couple of games, you know, the, the the Giants game, the Pats game, you know, the Eagles game, okay, the Chargers game, we could blame Zach Wilson. This is not one of them. Um, this is not one of those games where you could put him on 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 the pedestal in terms of what lost us this game. Um, there were other things, you know, Yuzama, um, Hackett, in my opinion, in some instances, you know, dropping passes, uh, coaching decisions. It was there was a lot of bad. Zach Wilson wasn't great in this game. I don't want anybody to think he was great, and you know, he had a couple of nice throws. You know, the sidearm to to Lazard, which Lazard did his absolute best to drop. Um, yeah, you know. There were some nice throws that that he made, the one to Garrett Wilson that Garrett Wilson dropped. But then there was also incidences of him throwing interceptions when it's a really really easy read on a spot concept, like elementary school football type shit. Where if that if that defender underneath doesn't expand and he doesn't and he doesn't gain ground laterally on that flat, you throw that flat. He did not want to throw. He didn't throw the flat, you know, on on second and seven that could have easily been either a first down um, or very close to it, you know, third and short situation there. Uh, so you have those plays. You have to play where to Lazard earlier on in the game, you know, Lazard doesn't fight for the ball at all because Lazard doesn't fight for balls, but you know, he has Lazard on another similar type of concept where it's like a, a snag flat and he's staring he, and, and he's staring at Lazard for too long before pulling the trigger and allows the defender to, to close ground. You have a missing Garrett Wilson on the Yankee concept where he scrambles, you know, rolls out left. And then Garrett Wilson's working back to the line of scrimmage. and he throws it 10 yards over his head. So there's good. There's bad. Um, but Zach Wilson was not the main problem with, with this game. Um, the penalties, the coaching were, were brutal. Um, there was just a lot of bad, and we'll get into it. Obviously, you know, individually case by case basis. I'll kind of, I'll kind of talk to you guys through it. Uh, Justin, I think allowing Zach Wilson to continue to tank this team low enough to where we get a top uh, offensive tackle prospect in next year's draft would actually be ideal. Uh, then next year cut Zach and get a real backup. Yeah, they should have got a real backup from, from the jump. Um, now again, with that being said, and you, you know what it is we've talked about it so many times, there's, there's, there's either black or there's white, there's either wrong or there's bad, like there, there's no in between. Um, and, and, and last game, I don't know that Simeon does anything differently, you know, to, to be, to be frank. Um, so I don't think, I don't think the quarterback was a problem with, with the last game, you know, if Uzama can just not fucking hold the guy and understand blocking concepts, then we have a touchdown and you probably win that game. Um, you know Garrett Wilson, and I've said it, and I love Garrett Wilson. I do. I think he's a top ten receiver. I think he has a capability of being a top five receiver. He dropped the ball in Dallas. He dropped this ball. He dropped the ball on the slant. So, while Garrett Wilson has been great, he's been yeah, he's been great. He's not been elite. I think Garrett Wilson is an elite player and can be an elite player this year. So far, he has not been elite. Um, with the two drops in in this game, the penalty last week, um, the Dallas play deep, deep down the left sideline. I know it's a little bit of a hospital ball and then you don't want to put his, his, uh, his body on the line when you're down like 30 to 10 or whatever it was, but that's another ball that he could have fought for that he didn't fight for. So there's been some incidences of drops with Garrett Wilson, um, and some of them were were extremely difficult catches. But again, if you want to be top five, let's talk about him like he's top five. that's, that's how we should talk about him in in terms of like relative to his like expectations and all that stuff. So, um, mess says I, I wish that Zach was the only reason for the for the way the offense is playing. Yeah, man, and and like like you said, mess, it's not it's not just one thing. This this offense, I don't know if the numbers stand um, from last week, but going into this game, we were like the worst third down offense in the NFL since 1975. We're talking about Adam Gase outperforming this offense with, you know, again, like David Nelson's Andre Roberts, Chad, whoever the fuck was on the team that Zach Wilson was throwing to with a much worse receiver core, with a much worse offensive line, with a much worse defense, with a much worse running game. And they still did better. Those teams didn't have Garrett Wilson. They didn't have, you know, Makai Becton or Tipman who's playing well or Brees Hall or they even sniffed Tyler Conklin's ass on those teams. We've never, we've never had tight ends um on, on this team. Only plus average guy we've had, which by the way, that's water bottles leaking, which is unfortunate. Um, so I'm gonna clean some stuff as I'm talking. Um, but the only above average tight end they've had since other than Conklin has been Dustin Keller my entire life. Other than that, we've had absolute dog shit. So um, yeah, we 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 have some talent now. You know, you're looking at those teams, Tyler Croft and uh, Tyler Croft, Kellen Davis, Eric Tomlinson versus, you know, what we have in Jeremy Ruckert, who's not used enough. And hopefully that's something that, you know, Salah hinted towards some changes this week with that. We'll see if that actually comes to fruition because our coaching staff has a massive problem with, uh with not holding our, our, uh, what is it called? Our veterans accountable, you know? So sorry, that was up there for a little bit. Um, okay, so hands are wet, so hopefully this works. My my touchpad's gonna be a pain in the ass now. Um, Jan, twenty dollars super chat as per usual. I appreciate that Jan, uh, helping me with the with the computer fund. I gotta get a roadcaster. It's like this little uh, I don't know. It's like a little thing makes your audio sound better. So I'm gonna have better audio when I get the roadcaster. And then you get like six buttons to choose, um, and each button can be like the one button's gonna be the intro, and I have five buttons to play with in terms of the sound bites. I thought about the other night. I know all 5 sound bites. So all 5 sound bites are they're not locked and loaded because I don't know how to necessarily put them on, but I have them in my mind. So once we get the roadcast, we'll have some uh we have better visual now, now or no, we'll get better visual. The camera's coming. Uh we're going to keep upgrading. We're going to keep upgrading. So I appreciate everybody uh for sending the super chats. Jan, Uh yeah, we do suck, you know. Coming to this three-game stretch, minimum of two wins. Uh and they got one. You know, we needed two, hoping for three. We got one. And now we go to Buffalo. Now can they beat Buffalo? Sure. Can they, they could? <coughs> um, but they also just got their asses whipped by the Chargers and their asses whooped. Well, their asses whooped by the Raiders, but they lost to the Raiders with a rookie quarterback, you know. Um, so could they beat the Bills? Sure. Am I banking am I banking on it? No. You know, could they beat the Dolphins? Sure. Am I banking on it? No. Can they beat the Texans? Sure. Am I banking on it? No. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh yeah, yeah And we do suck right now. And, and it's hard to do. And I I, I wonder. I'm sure that if the Jets had Aaron Rodgers this year and right now we were, you know, I don't know, instead of four and five, we're four and five right now, right? We were six and three. Is Kyle still doing it? Maybe. You know, it takes a toll on people. It does. Uh, I I stopped doing it for a little bit during the Gacy years. I just couldn't do it anymore. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. But again, uh, obviously, Kudos, uh, appreciate Kyle. He's still a friend and also talk to him outside of this. But unfortunately, he's not going to be doing the show. So uh, solo dolo for now. We'll we'll say. Actually I'm curious to see what the vote is. Co-host seventy-three percent of the people want to co-host. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh I'll I'll figure out who. It's gonna be it's not it's gonna be anybody. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. And even if people are smart, they need to have a certain I don't know. I need to be able to shit on them a little bit without them getting offended. People get offended nowadays. So, uh, man, if they take away Conklin reps to, to Ruckert instead of taking Uzama reps away, my brain's going to break. Yeah, Verge Tibbs, let's not even get there. Let's not even, let's not even act like that's going to happen first because if that were to happen, then you have legitimate concerns. And then there already there already are some reasons to be concerned. The fact that they're leaving in Uzama as long as they have. The fact that Max Mitchell never played has never played guard, at least at a high level, Um, to, to my understanding, and you move him to play guard when you have Billy Turner who's played guard's for multiple starts in his career, if not seasons worth of starts in his career. So you have that, you have the Uzama thing, you have the cook sign. There's, there's a, there's a ton of personnel questions I have with this team. Um, and this would only lead me to have more if I, I don't think they're this stupid though, Verge. if they are be concerned, be very concerned. Joey says, uh, I made the drive from Arizona to Vegas Sunday uh, morning for the game. That was quite the drive back Sunday night. Yeah. I've had some shitty drive backs, um, and that's what about a four hour drive, uh, Joey, if I'm not mistaken, four or five hours, cause I've done it just vice versa. I went from Vegas to Arizona to watch the Jets get their dick kicked in on, uh, was that Monday night football against the Chargers? We lost like 27 to six or some shit like that. Fitzpatrick threw a bunch of picks. Geno came in. He sucked too. That was a bad one. Uh, the, the bills game 2015, that was a rough drive home. I've, I've had a few rough drives home. So, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not fun. It's not fun. Oh man. going to miss Kyle. Uh yeah, me too, me too. I'll i miss Kyle for I'll miss Kyle for sure. Uh, Zach said that he was going to step out. Uh, but then he's but then he saw they gave him a lane and he tried to get in, but the momentum was already taking him out. Is that what he said? Yeah, and, and if that's true, okay. Um, still you still want to obviously be aware of it and be able to be enough of an athlete where you can adjust mid step. Um, easier said than done. Still, we stepped out at the at the three, you know, or the four yard line. Um, now. Again, do I watch all that stuff? I don't. I, I, post losses, I find it very hard to absorb any content, um, any r- interviews. I can't do it. So I pretty much – I don't know what's been going on since the game, really. I don't know. Uh, Kyle was fun either. Either is good from my point of view. Um, yeah. They throw into the end zone two two times in the last month down 27 to 6 with one minute left. You have to try to actually score. Yeah, it's it, and the problem is, and I think Nania highlighted this pretty well on Twitter. I don't know if you read an article or if you just highlighted, but it, it, and it, and it feels like it, and it's legit. It feels like the Jets play to get to third down. You know, they'll they'll get a couple of yards on first down. It'll be it'll be second and five, second and three. You know what, the next play is going to be for the most part. It's another two yard run, and then it's third and th- third and two, third and one. Like the Jets are very very happy to just get third and short. They do not want to get first downs on first down. They do not want to get first downs on second down. Now. With all that being said, are there obviously some situations where they are passing the ball on second down? Sure, sure. But should it be more often? Should there be more movement? Should there be more shots deep on those on those passes? Yeah, in, in my opinion. Do I think that Hackett lacks creativity? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, are there plenty of times where there's just straight four verticals and a check down underneath? Yeah, uh, which is just there. there's no crease concepts, mills concepts, daggers. There's no, there's no scissors. There's no divide. There's nothing with them intertwining their, their routes. It's just, hey, everybody run straight and let's see what happens. Um, which is kind of, you know, obviously poor, but then you get moments where Hackett does draw up a good play. And you know, the, the, the screen, the, the semi screen to Conklin on third and 21, that picked us up 17 yards, which, yeah, you didn't pick up the first down, but you picked up a ton of yards that now you can, you can, um, you know, pump the ball from the I think they declined anyway, but a, hold on to Xavier Gibson on, on a bigger play. You had, uh, on a good design, you have Garrett Wilson, you know, who, Obviously hurt his hand a driver or two before. Now should sure, the jets come up to Garrett Wilson and say, Hey dude, you just hurt your hand. We're running a trick play with you. Are you okay to throw the ball? If that was not the case, then it's malpractice, right? Like you'd, you'd assume they see their star player on offense down or one of their two star players on offense down. You ask him if he's okay. Um, if they didn't, they ignored him and then he did it obviously terrible. Now, if they went up to him, he says, no, I'm good coach. Okay. You know, that's something that I don't necessarily have knowledge of. Now, maybe you guys do. Maybe they said it in the post, the post game press conference, but obviously, throwing a pass to the guy with an injured hand is not a good idea, but it's a good design because you throw it to your best player. All the attention is, is now drawn to your best player. Um, and then you throw the pass and Lazard is wide open for a walk-in touchdown, but Garrett Wilson misses him by, by, by 10 yards outside. So you, it, it's everybody shooting themselves in the foot. You know, you have a situation where Zach scrambles, he gets to the three lar- yard line, you run it behind, you, you, you know, you run the ball a brace, touchdown holding, you know, is that, is that now? Could you, could you maybe, question why uzama and Ruckert were, were responsible at least initially for Max Crosby on the front side of a run yeah okay that's that's a question about schematics but can you blame him can you blame Hackett for uzama basically bear hugging Crosby it's kind of hard to now again should he be there no do I think that should be Conklin and 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 uh and record on the front side of that, sure I do. Um, because Uzama is just he's just a terrible player. And it's funny too that he goes around like liking stuff on Twitter about how like how bad he is, because I'm sure that comes from a place of like, oh, I'm confident, or maybe that's a thing to like try to motivate him. But one, it doesn't work, and two, if you are confident about yourself, again, you're in the NFL, great, but he's a pretty shitty tight end in the NFL, at least relative to what he's making, like the, the money he's making is absurd. So uh good, good with you solo. Kyle was good, but uh just never knew what Kyle was always staring at. I don't know me. I I don't, there's a thing actually. And I don't know if it makes a difference for you guys. Maybe I will do it, but apparently I don't look into the camera a lot like this because I'm looking at my screen, which is below my camera, but there's some thing I can like put on a camera to make me look in the screen more at you guys. That's apparently something that people do. I had no idea about, um, might get that. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm making a bunch of upgrades. Next is the camera, camera TV right here on the wall. So I can watch games and stuff. And then they roadcaster so I can do some sound bites, need some sound bites. um, I'll be at this game corner of the end zone. I'll try to bring some red zone luck with in Buffalo. Yeah. Hey, listen, if they beat Buffalo, you know, Buffalo is what five and five. If you beat them, obviously you're second in the division. And if Miami loses this week, you you play black Friday for first place. I'm not getting there. The jets don't, in my mind, they don't deserve to be there yet. You know, they're, they're a couple of shitty coaching mistakes away in, 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 you know, the Eagles and the uh, giants game from right now being two and seven realistically right like and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to i don't want to be that guy because the what if game but the giants make those two field goals or, or saquon barkley doesn't basically kneel the ball for them they don't pick up the first down we lose that game or if Kayvon thibodeau does jump, jump off sides that, that should have been a loss the eagles game you know at the end of it in my opinion they kind of lost it for themselves especially the coaching plan just not to run the ball throughout the game And then they were running they were you know having success on the jets so you know the, the Buffalo game, the the punt return for a touchdown. So they're they they are a, a sniff away from having being a one win team, and that only one win being a game you had to sweat it out versus versus the Broncos, who at that time were historically bad defense. You know, so I'm not going to play all the, the 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 fuck fuck playoff games right now. Uh, go out and win, and then we'll talk. You know, I'm not I'm not doing that stuff right now. They don't deserve it. It's just as soon as I sit down for that game, eh, you know, three nothing, six nothing, was it nine nothing at some point? but they're kicking all these field goals. You know what's going to happen. The Raiders are going to score a touchdown eventually. And if a couple field goals, can the Jets score a touchdown? Even versus a shitty Raiders team? Uh, apparently not. Apparently not. So started to think the offense would struggle, would, would be struggling with Rodgers too. I don't think struggling. Um, I think right now we're the, probably the, the 31st, 32nd ranked offense in the NFL. Do I think it would be in a top 10 offense? No. But do I think it would be an okay offense? Do I think it would be a mid-tier offense? I do. There's plenty of examples. Just that spot concept. I'm sure you guys saw um, Orlovsky break it down. If you didn't see Orlovsky break it down, I break it down on the show. I just did. It's 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 a very elementary concept. The spot concept is not much. It's it's not it's not like next level thinking in the NFL. Zach Wilson couldn't read that. There's some there's some uh, slant, uh, slant, flat concepts that he couldn't read. Um, there was, you know, there was a throw where he missed Lazard, where Lazard's streaking up the sideline. But even before he did that, he had Garrett Wilson wide open for a first down. And I know there's people on Twitter trying to say that he's not a part of the read. I think that's complete bullshit. I think people just like to assume. Um, because why would your best player not be a part of a, of a read on, on, a, on a drive concept? It just it doesn't make sense how the underneath would not be part of the read, because then why even have him as a part of that route? You know, it just doesn't make sense. <clears throat> but no, there's, there's definitely, um, yeah, there. But with that being said, Zach Wilson makes enough mistakes that Rodgers could bring it up to. I, I think at least average. Um, and then with that, the offensive line undoubtedly looks better with a better quarterback. Get better quarterback, calls the protections, gets them, gets, gets them set right. Well, motion guys. Oh, you know, from two jet to three jet, or hey, I want you over here on Max Crosby. You know, now you're lining up my, left, my, my right side into my left side because Rodgers audible it. Um, you know, th- th- a quarterback could definitely help an offensive line. Um, now with with that being said, we little slow be some struggles. Can can Rogers maybe? Could he hold people accountable for their penalties, and th- and that would somehow fix that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that I think he would be at least uh at least about average. Somebody closed the door button outside my house, so I don't know if it's my wife or if it's something about to rob me. But we'll we'll see. If you see somebody run behind me, then let me know in the chat. I'm just gonna be an hour behind the chat, so I get fucked up. <laughs> before uh sal and jd are way too reluctant to admit their mistakes yuzama lawson cook lazard wilson tomlinson all should have been benched um or replaced yeah um Uzama, yes early on in the season once he's giving up you know uh tackles for losses and, and penalties Uzama, with you lawson i'm with you um I think they should have gotten rid of him in this offseason to be completely transparent. Uh, I said that quite a few times. Uh, get rid of Lawson and use that money elsewhere because they don't necessarily need him. Um, and then they obviously renegotiated the contract and it's all guaranteed. So you're not really going to get rid of him. Cook was a mistake from the jump. Um, I don't realize, I don't think. I don't know what they thought would happen differently. Now, with that being said, did Cook have his best game as a Jet last game? Yes. Is that one decent game out of eight? Out of nine? Yes. Um, so that was a mistake from the beginning, but you're gonna continue to play him now. Uh Lazard was a mistake from the jump, but that's kind of the Rogers tax. Hey, listen, eleven million dollars for a receiver three is not so bad. It's not. My thing is Lazard is a borderline receiver three in the NFL, and probably not even that. The only reason that he is a, a receiver three like a, a, a receiver three is because um is uh what well, what was I just saying? Um Lazard. Oh yeah, yeah. Lazard was was made a receiver three because of Rogers, you know. But but he he's slow. He doesn't fight back for the ball. He's an overrated contested catch guy. He can block well. He's a good locker room guy. Okay, but you know, um, he's he, he's obviously was not a great signing. But with with Rogers, okay, I'm I'm fine with that. Wilson, yes. The fact that they doubled down after last year is a joke. Tomlinson, kind of a tough spot because he makes so much money. Um, that's just that's just realistic in terms of the, the NFL nowadays. You make a lot of money, you're going to start. And who did, the, who did the Jets really have behind Tomlinson who's better than him right now? I would say nobody. Um, even though he's been struggling more recent, I'm not going to say that. Okay, Xavier Newman or, or Schweitzer when he comes back is better than Tomlinson. You know, uh, we better see Izzy end around. Yeah, I want to see Izzy and just his explosion. Then um, obviously Michael Carter was cut. You know, the whole scapegoat thing. I think people are thinking way too much into it. I think they have a situation where they have they have Cook who's getting a lot of money who's going to stay here obviously because of Rodgers, and he just you know kind of bursted out the last game. You have Cook and then you have Izzy and they probably went to Carter. Hey man, you know, at, at the end of the day, we we're going to, we're going to make you inactive because we're going to start playing um, Izzy. And, you know, Michael Carter may have asked for his release or the Jetsman to say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to sit you down. So we're going to release you so you can get a fresh start with another team and, and hope to, um, to, to play well with them. Now, the only thing is who's going to be the third down pass protector? Cause I don't, I don't think, and PFF numbers might, may say differently. Um, I don't think he was that bad as a pass protector this year. I don't think he was really bad at all. Now, maybe as a pass catcher he was because he dropped a few passes, but um, I don't know who's going to replace him as a pass protector because Izzy is raw at it. Cook is god-awful at it. Um, He's actually good when he when he dedicates himself to it, but that's that's few and far between. And then Brees is okay at it, I guess, but I don't, I don't remember him being good last year at it or even plus average. So that's the only question I have. But, yeah, Michael Carter getting released, you know, Shake up the locker room. Um, I don't know. That's another interesting one. Uh normally watch on playbook, uh playback. Love the show. I appreciate that. Joe, yeah, I've seen your name in here um a, a few times, but yeah, I definitely I definitely appreciate it. <coughs> um oh Daniel Murphy, I skipped his super chat, says uh Rip Kyle, uh Greenheart, he was he was great on the show, uh vote co-host. Okay. Yeah, I just it's just um I don't know. I have an idea too, but I don't I don't really know. I don't really know. Uh because I don't uh, I don't know. It's really, it's really hard. You can't just bring somebody in. I don't, I don't know who that would be. I really don't. Uh, starting to think the offense, and if you, I don't know. I don't, I don't want people like sending me messages like, "Hey, man, i uh, just don't do that." I'll, I'll reach out. I'll reach out if I, if I, if I'm thinking about that person or, or who it is, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll reach out. Starting to think the offense would be struggling with Rogers. Oh yeah, you already said that. Last week's solo show uh, was a tremendous show. Yeah, it, it allows me to really expand on my thoughts and not have to feel like I'm constricted at any time. And also, me also allows me to, uh, to talk to you guys a little bit more and, and kind of hit on your chats individually. Um, but yeah. Okay. Keep it on. Uh, Q, do you think Mitchell could realistically play right guard herd somewhere next week? There will be Brown and Makai at tackle, uh, at, at tackle. I don't, um, I don't, there's a hair in my mouth, my freaking dog or blanket or something. Um, but, uh, I don't think he was strong in college. Like even in college at um, what freaking school did he go to Louisiana tech or Louisiana, wherever the hell it was. I don't think he was, he was strong against that competition. And then you bring him to the NFL. I thought he struggled with the power at, ta- at tackle. So now you're going to move him versus 330 pounds, even 300 pound, you know, um, defensive tackles who are, it's a lot quicker in there. It's a lot more aggressive in there. I don't think he's that type of player. So I think that they're going to try to move him there and see what happens. Do I think that his best spot is at right tackle? I do. Um, I don't even like moving him right now because listen, he just had a decent game against Max Crosby, He's one of the better you know defensive ends in the, in the NFL. Do I think that Brown is going to be so much better than than Mitchell? I I don't even if worse. So now you're gonna you're going to move him out of a spot that he's developing in and that he got drafted to play to move to, to move to right guard where I clearly don't think he's a fit. So um, I don't love the marriage of him and and playing at right guard. But you know uh, next week will be Brown and Makaya tackle, tackle. Yeah, I guess it's possible. When is when does Schweitzer come back too? Because when, when you have Schweitzer come back, okay, he could play guard. Um Tittman's going to be starting at center or, or 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 guard. Uh when does McGovern come back? Yeah, when, when does McGovern or Schweitzer come back? That, that that makes a big difference. Uh playing for field goals uh to get th- uh, third and short is so frustrating. It's an offense with no balls, coaching uh players, everything, endless cycle. Uh yeah, I feel I feel the frustration. I do. I do not need Joe to look like he's staring into my soul while trashing <laughs> the Jets. Um yeah now like is it ever unfair because i've seen some stuff and, and you know it is what it is i i, I get labeled abrasive which i i, I think kind of fits but it's not like i don't speak the truth i don't know great show either way richard sama i appreciate that your next upgrade uh needs to be able to draw on the screen yes nicholas um i'm still trying to figure it out somebody reach out about the sign i'm gonna get the sign behind me uh camera upgrade because i, I realize how shitty my quality is after looking at other people on stream uh but yeah i'm getting the camera and the uh the TV, the roadcaster, and then I need to figure out how to draw on the screen because I very, very much so want to be able to draw little lines and all that shit. So uh Richard Sama, biggest problem is Douglas, one wide receiver, one running back, one O-line who was always hurting Zach. Uh and Zach, who should who we should have taken Penny Sewell instead and kept Darnold. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna do like the revisionist history stuff, uh, Rich, just because in, in my personal opinion, like, yeah, would that be the right move to, to would that be, have been the right move to have made? Yeah, you know, possibly. Um, but with that being said, you had three really bad years of Sam Darnold. Um, you had a new regime stepping in, um, and you had a quarterback who was unanimously a a a first-round quarterback and unanimous, pretty much unanimous unanimously the second overall quarterback past Trevor Lawrence in that draft. So all logic points to drafting Zach Wilson. Um, Now, again, they have, you know, 85, 90% of information that we don't have between his medicals and his backgrounds and interviews and stuff that we necessarily couldn't um, have seen or or projected. But with that being said, um, I don't think it was a bad move, but Douglas, is Douglas one of the bigger problems with the offense this year, if not the biggest problem? Yeah, I, I, now now the Hackett thing is hard, right? Because that's the price of doing uh, of doing business with Rodgers. But hey, we're talking about right now, um, wanting more offensive linemen. You went into the year after all the problems last year with pretty much all you did was hey, let's replace Fant with a worse Billy Turner. Fant is playing with the Texans right now and actually playing pretty well. Um, I think he's he's been a starter like the entire season playing well. So your answer was downgrading from from veteran to veteran. Drafting a fourth round rookie who's raw and injured, and that was your answer at offensive line, <clears throat> is that a problem in a Super Bowl or bust year when Rodgers was here? Yes. Is siding Dalvin Cook a problem? Yes, in my opinion. So I'm not going to say one running back. I'm going to say bringing Dalvin Cook in to be part of the solution as a problem. Receiver, as soon as Corey Davis went down, people, most Jets fans. We're saying, let's bring another guy now. Now, there were the, the few who were saying Lazard is better than Davis because they never really watched Lazard play and they just hated Davis, hate Davis. But now I'm sure every single person knows that Corey Davis is better than Lazard, so it's not in a story anymore. Um, but there were the people who were saying, Oh, it's Lazard and, and McCole Harbin as the three, and people were okay with that because Harbin's some you know, some guy we saved from the Chiefs, apparently. Um, but no, most fans knew it was a problem. So, yeah, Douglas does have part, part of the blame with this offense for sure because right now they're struggling some games because of the quarterback. They're struggling some games because of outside of, outside of Garrett Wilson the receiver. They can't separate. You know, they're struggling because you have, you know, Billy Turner at right tackle last, last game and getting abused. All those lead back to Douglas. You know, I run the spot concept in Madden all the time. Yeah, again, easy, right? If that snag or if that if that hook is is there, you hit it, you know. But if that guy stays inside, you throw it to the fly. That's all it is. It's it's really, really easy. Uh Douglas free agents all hard except for Reed. Part of his problem for sure. He has the UDFAs, he has some of the draft classes, he has Michael Carter II in the in the fifth round of the 2020 2020 draft, right? So he has some hits, but his free agencies have been nothing short of 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 like Rich says, hard, right? He has Reed. He has Reed and he has Conklin. Those are the only ones I'll give him. Conklin' Conklin's been solid, right? We can we can uh I could uh I could gloat no, not gloat, but I was telling you Conklin's a little bit better than you thought he was last year. And Conklin is he's he's he plays pretty well, man. I like Conklin. So I'll give him I'll give him Conklin, I'll give him Reed. Past that, in terms of like guys, he got he got even even lower tier guys where he got good value. Okay. We could look at Conor McGovern this year. I I think for a million dollars, him coming back and playing okay is, is a good contract. But yeah, there's there's it's few and far between. It's few and far between Lazard, Yuzama and Cobb never get open. True. Uh, even if Lazard is open, uh, he basically cards himself with those stone hands. It's so true. Um, the way he tries to catch the ball, the way he doesn't attack the ball, it's, it's bad. He's not a good player. Um, and unfortunately the Jets are stuck with him for at least another year or two. It was what a four year, $44 million contract, but about half of it was guaranteed. I think maybe two years are guaranteed. It's like two years, 26 million or something like that, whatever it may be. Turnstile Turner. Yep. Uh Yeah, and that's another move. You you watch him, and I I remember watching him initially. It was like him and Yanni Kajus were brought in at the same time. I'm like, this is a problem, man, because again, it's all relative to to what you know, right? Like, Corey Davis really really sucked until you saw Alan Lazard. George Fant really really sucked until you saw Turnstyle Turnstyle Billy Turner. Right. So, the the you know, I don't know. Did the Jets still have a chance to to the playoffs? Yeah, they have like a 20% chance or something like that. But the Jets dropped from I believe 8 with a win, you know, against the Raiders to 13. We're the 13th or 14th team in the conference. The only team below us right now are the Broncos because of a tiebreaker. Um and uh who's the other team? There's another really shitty team. Maybe is it the not the Colts, no. Texans, no. Jaguars, no. Titans Ty- is it the Titans? Are the Titans below us? I don't know. But we're the 13th out of 16 team. Not not ideal. Not ideal. That's for sure. Uh Douglas has had one good draft, all three terrible drafts. Yeah, 2020. It, it, if Bechtin's, if if Beckton ends up being like a decent level starter, if you have Hall, who was a good backup, if you have Michael Carter the second, um is it was he in that draft? Michael Carter the second? Yeah, Michael Carter the second was in that draft. That was a good one. So there were some hits in 2020. Um so I wouldn't say terrible. Yeah, I wouldn't say terrible. I'm not going to say all terrible because you have Titman. We'll see what McDonald is. This year's too early to, to judge. The year. But, yeah, Mims, the drafting hasn't been as bad as some people think it, 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 it was or it has been in my opinion. I, again, I think if you pull up all the 32 teams and their draft histories the last 10 years, you're going to realize how many hit, how many misses the Ravens have, all these teams have as well. Um, so I'm not going to kill them for the drafting. Now, do I want some maybe – no, I'm okay. I'm okay with this drafts to be honest. We passed up on Tristan worse for Becton again. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I think the show would run quicker with just us host, but I think having a, a co-host helps with some topics more so for the off season. Yeah. Like the 20 top 25 list, you know, the, uh, superlatives, all that stuff. It definitely helps have a co-host. Um, but yeah, Brown was terrible. Why bring him back? Should have kept Morgan. Yeah. Morgan Moses was okay for us. Right. And then they got rid of him for, uh, because Becton was coming back. Becton was coming back in fan, right? No. Robbie chose and Anderson got cut again. Do we do it? We could use another wide out. I don't there's no connection necessarily between him and this regime. Um, and does he even fit this offense? You know, and they don't ever go deep. Why why have a deep threat? I don't mean, I, I don't I don't I don't see the I don't see the the need for it. Uh do you think JD double is doubling down on Zach Wilson because his job security uh with Woody Johnson is tied to Zach Wilson's success? If JD really concludes Zach Wilson could could be the guy based on film. What does that say? It, it says a lot about him and, J- and Jay Z like, and that's part of my problem. And that's why I had a 25 fucking minute rant the last time where, you know, I'm, I'm bugging out because these were problems we were talking about since April or May. The fact that you doubled down on a guy that clearly your, rock, your locker room didn't support after Mike White came in and make, they make t-shirts and they wear them all around the locker room while Zach Olson sitting there probably pissed off. You have, you know, he gets benched for Flacco. He gets benched for Strebler. Um, and then you double down on him in the offseason bring you know not bring another guy and then you double down again or you triple down after Rodgers goes down no this guy is fine why what what has he shown you like tangible evidence has he shown you that he's legitimately improved you know so do they just ride it out is, do they feel like Zach Wilson's their best hope i don't know but like why bring in Simeon? why why has Simeon be, been here for 4 or 5 weeks on the on, on the practice squad is it be, did so you either one brought him in to just shut fans the hell up or two, you brought him in because you know the possibility of him maybe potentially having to play, um, but you don't want to hurt Zach Wilson's confidence. And then, th- furthermore, why the fuck? Why is Tim Boyle here? So yeah, I have a big problem with how they handled, you know, um, Zach Wilson and how he's the guy. Um, do I think his job security with Woody Johnson is tied to Zach Wilson's success? No, because I don't think Woody Johnson's an idiot. Real, realistically, that's just that's just me being transparent. I, I don't think that. I don't really think there, there's so many GMs who miss on quarterbacks, Um, you know, quarterbacks in the first round or at, at, at what hit rate right now. Legitimately, like even the Lawrence class, who's worked out? Nobody, but Lawrence. You know, there's so many classes where the quarterbacks do not work out, whether it be a first round pick or a third round pick. Um, So the hit rate is, it has to be like 20% or something like that, or even much less. Um, probably even much less than that. So, can you kill a guy for for missing on a quarterback that most of the GMs would have unanimously drafted if they were sitting in his spot? No, I can't. Do I do I strongly criticize his film evaluation after watching last year or his decision making after watching last year and doubling down, tripling down? Yeah, again, and I I had the same questions about him after watching Whitehead before he played snap a snap with the Jets when he signed Tomlinson a snap even before he played a snap with the Jets you know, cook before he played a snap with the jets. So I don't think he's the best talent evaluator. I think he's a C plus B minus GM right now. I do. I think he's overhyped because people uh, we've seen a lot of shit, but we cannot ignore the backup quarterback position this year. The, the, the offensive tackle situation this year, again, the, the rookie OC rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, shitty tight ends thing the first year. So while Douglas is great in some aspects, he's terrible in others doubling down on guys. They're, they're, Um their their uh you know their what's the word I'm looking for? Uh their dedication to their to their freaking vets, which is part of Sala too, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I have questions about Douglas Douglas for sure. Over or under five five point five snaps for Izzy. This game? I'll go fuck, I don't know. I'll go um I'll go over. I'll go over. I'm unclear why people still harp on Hardman since he's been back with Kansas City. He only has six catches. He only has six catches in the second game. He like muffed a punt that got returned. I don't know if he got returned or it was just a fumble recovery. But yeah, like there's a reason he got four, four and a half, five million $5 million a year from the Jets because nobody else wanted him for that price. He's not, he was not a good player. He he was a, he is a good deep threat slash gadget, slash gadget guy. If he's your fourth receiver on a team, okay. Anything higher than that where he has to take more than Fifteen to twenty snaps a game—it's—it's—it's it's, it's way too much. It's—it's—it's it's, it's just way too much for him. Overrated from the jump, yeah, for sure. Joe, if you had a magic wand, that uh, what would be the one thing that you would change to make the Jets score touchdowns? Penalties. Stop shooting ourselves in the foot. You know, well, obviously, if I can, well, fuck that. If I can, if if it's a wand to give me Patrick Mahomes, you know, or or at least give me Rodgers back—that's that's really what it is. Like that's that's probably the biggest part I would say overall. But the second and third part, if if not even fighting for the first part or Hackett's play design, um, and then also them consistently shooting themselves in the foot, it really is, you know. So Rogers sure, but then, you know, Brown Billy Turner, Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's undoubtedly, uh, from Matthew says, uh, Brown Billy is really better uh, better than Billy Turner. Joe, you could ha- you can even have a part time host who just does like a thirty minute revolving spot each week just to bounce stuff off. Uh, you could still BS for the other hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like a rotating, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just odd. It Cause it's not like really talk. We do a lot of film stuff on this show, like talking about film and plays we saw and throws and like some people, I just don't want to bring people on here and they're like, Oh yeah, that play. That was good. It's like, Oh, what'd you think about it? Oh, it was good. Hmm, did you really watch the play? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I gotta be pretty careful. And then, uh, I have to be able to rib. I don't know. I don't know. It might just be solo. I might, I might honestly just do it. Uh, long, long Johnson. He's been watching since 1991. He wants a shout out. His new is, his name is Lou Sassel. Long Johnson. All right. Fucking loser. Uh, obviously the jets are not paying Huff during, uh, during the season. What's their plan of attack here. I I wish they signed him a couple of weeks ago, realistically. Um, and I saw like Matthew Barry or whoever it is from ESPN or PFF or whatever freaking website he's from put like a top 20 free agents list out there for next year. And Huff wasn't on it. Um, I can guarantee you that in NFL teams eyes, he is a top 20 free agent, if not like a top 10 free agent. So I think he's going to go to the market. He's going to get offered a fuck ton of money from other teams. I think the jets are going to struggle to match it because he's in New York and he would potentially be gone. And that sucks. Now, if that happens, you tag him or you, they probably just tag him. I, I think real, I think Huff is franchise tag this year, but the only problem is what's the, what's that money though? Cause isn't it? And again, correct me if I'm wrong. It's the top five average salaries of defensive end, right? So you take the top five and then whatever the average is of those, that's that's the price you pay. So it's going to be a pretty penny. My thing is though, which is such bullshit. If he goes here, let's say, let's say he $20 million a year by the Jets. Okay. Dolphins offer from $20 million a year. How many millions more is he making with Miami than with the Jets over the lifetime of that contract, just based on taxes. So it's really hard for Jets to match. I think they should have signed him. Um, during the season, during the bye week, and then you have Huff's agents or however that trickles out that they didn't really have any contact with Huff. So what are we doing? I don't know what their plan of, I don't know what their plan of attack is a lot of times, Nick. And and I and I again I I was a pretty avid Joe Douglas defender. Um, but I'm starting to see quite a few cracks in the armor. Where again, I think he's I think he's solid. I think he's okay. Or even good. I don't know. Good he's 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 okay. He's okay. He's an okay GM, but he's he's not killing it this year. This year, there's a ton of problems on offense, and they're because of him. I don't think it's fair to say Zach hasn't improved. He's been bad, but that's better than he was. Um, yeah, I don't know who, necessarily who's saying that. He went from being a guy who was not even rosterable to being a guy who I think is like a, a, a decent backup quarterback right now. I think he's a decent backup quarterback. I don't think Trevor Simeon comes in and, and, and saves the game for you last week. I don't. Why should Zach not play? You yeah. uh, know, JD's quadrupling down on Zach. John Lynch is awful because he missed on Trey Lance. He needs to be fired. Yeah, see, like Matthew, and and there's more there, There's more to it, right? Like uh, there's there's so many GMs who 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 miss. Like even even the Seahawks, right? With um, was it, is it, what the hell is their GM's name? Whatever their GM's name is, like they specifically brought in Matt Flynn to, and gave him all this money, and then they draft Russell Wilson. and He hits like, are they getting shit on for not obviously for for Matt Flynn not working out? Like there's so many guys who uh, don't hit. You know, um, and Trey Lance is a great example. He barely just played. so yeah, six year Jets fan. I truly believe your analysis of players is top notch. I do not think Douglas is smart as you <laughs> analyzing players if he was no Lazard. Um, maybe Lazard because of the price of, of of business. Uh, yeah, but there's some Tomlinson, Cook, Uzama, Whitehead would 1000% not be on this team. 1000% not be on this team. How Lawrence workout man has 300 more. How Lawrence workout man has 300 more. Than Zach, I guess, are you defending Zach? Yeah. I saw somebody actually bring up a, a chart of Lawrence versus Mac Jones and numbers aren't really even that different. So it's something like Lawrence as some generational prospect has e- even been generational, you know? So uh, everyone seems to agree that from NJZ uh, seems to agree. They'll keep JD and Salah for one more year with Rogers. If you were running things, would you make any changes? I assume the team looks roughly the same. No, it's cause, cause then at that point, <laughs> if you're firing JD and so- and Sala then what do you do you keep hackett here for just for just Rodgers and then the new guys have to come in and say you know hey GM whoever and head coach whatever you guys are great but also uh you are being forced Nathaniel Hackett on you it's just not going to work it's just, it, it'll never it'll never happen like that so they'll all stay around until Rodgers is done when Rodgers is done they'll be done if it doesn't work out you know that's that's realistically what it is now if Rodgers wasn't going to be here next year and he was retiring i think this is probably their last year You know, the way things are going, if Rodgers wasn't their fallback plan for for next year, I think they're probably fired after this year. If things continue to go the way they're going, because we are putting, we are setting offense back legitimately. One of the worst offenses of all time. At least third down wise, red zone wise. I don't know about yards wise, a lot of other bullshit, but you know. Uh, Eagle fangs I'm sorry I'm late to the party. It's funny. After all the bad L's, the Jets still control their own destiny in the division. It's time to win now. Yeah. Yeah. You got to win. You got to win or, or the, or the season's over, right? You're four and six at that point. You know, I, I don't know if the Broncos pass you or whoever passes you, but you're going to be the 14th, 15th or 16th team <clears throat> in a 16 team conference. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Right. It's not, it's not going to happen. And you have some games that are not necessarily easy. You know, the Browns defense, that's tough. You, you have to play in new England, which you never, my thing is, okay. And this is how I'm looking at it. The the, the optimistic side of me, the, the side that I like, wants to be the, again, the eternal optimist Jets fan set sees, Four and five. Okay, Rogers says he's going to return or seemingly return for the last three weeks of the season. You know, it, it, it's all about Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. Rogers comes back. We need to go three and zero, right? Fuck it. We go three and zero with Rogers. You know, you have the Pats, you have the Browns, um, and you have the Commanders. So three and zero. So right now, if we're trying to be positive, the Jets are seven and five. You need to win two or three more games. Can you take one in the, of the next two? Let's say they take one of the next two. Okay, that's one win. Can you take at least one of the games against the uh, the Texans, Falcons? Okay, that's two games. Or let's just say, let's just say two out of the next four. Now we have seven wins. Nope, sorry. Now we have six wins. Rogers comes back for for three. We're nine and eight. Can we make it? Yeah, I guess it's possible. But again, we're we're jumping through some some hoops here. Uh, you know, let's see if they can beat the Bills and the Dolphins first. Let's just see the Bills. Let's see the Bills because it's their best shot. It's the best shot. Uh, in my opinion, they're banking on Zach Wilson upside. Part of the, part of the Rogers cell was mentorship. Jets never legitimately tried to develop Zach Wilson surround, uh, surround with rookie coaches, no vets. If Zach Wilson becomes anything, won't be in New York. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, And, and it was a part of the upside for, for, I, I get that. But with that being said, MU, I felt the proper thing to do was to give him a, a full red shirt year. Like, Hey, your first two years, man, listen, I'm sorry. They sucked. We got to sit you for the entire year. Th- that's my, that- that's what you do because you look at Zach Wilson and he comes in in week two, you know, one, two, three, the Chiefs game. Like, okay, he's definitely a better quarterback. There's no question that Zach Wilson is better in 2023 than he is in 2022. Numbers, all that bullshit, whatever. I don't, I don't, I really couldn't care any less. The pocket presence, the, the, the general accuracy, even though it's fallen off the last couple of weeks, he's better, but I felt like, he they almost put him in the oven, and they 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 took him out too early. So you got like fucking you know uh, un, uncooked meat or whatever you know uncooked pie. I don't know what the fuck. We're, I don't know the analogy I'm trying to pull out here, but I think if they were actually to sit in for an entire year and used to continue to be able to develop and not have to get into his psyche and thinking New York fans and Joe Namath is calling me shit and all this stuff. If he was given that full year to really reset, I think he'd have a chance to actually be maybe a guy that the Jets can turn to in the future. But I think pulling him out of the oven early did not help him. It it definitely stunted the growth. I think he he would have been better off sitting, regardless of however one to phrase that. You know, uh, pie in the oven, whatever meat in the oven. They took him out too early. I I I think benching him and getting a legitimate backup, Gardner Minshew for three and a half million dollars or. You know, Jacoby Brissett or Dobbs or all these guys we're talking about pretty consistently. They all could have been here, obviously, assuming the price is right. And the Jets said, no, you know, we're bringing in a 38-year-old quarterback behind an injured offensive line. There's no way he's going to get injured. If he does, we'll double down on a, on a quarterback who got benched for a CFL quarterback who's on an NFL roster now. That, that, that was our thinking. And that is extremely flawed. You know. Uh, can you explain to explain to me why Zach Wilson should go on the bench? Um, I think a lot of people are going to say it's a historically bad offense and signal caller is the biggest reason for that. Um, so bench him, you know, now last game, no, not after last game, the Giants game, he was bad. The Pats game. He was bad. The Eagles game on a couple of plays. He was, he wasn't, he was okay. I guess the, against the Eagles game. Um, but he's had some terrible, terrible weeks as well. So I have nothing to back uh, this up with just a feeling, but it seems to uh, this is from Nick Russo, um, but it seems to me the only one of the first two quarterbacks drafted in each class turns out to be a stud and and not even a stud, right? Because you have like the, the drafts of like Jake lockers. You have the draft again, you know, no offense to him, rest in peace here, but you have Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones. Neither of those guys worked out. You have drafts with like Brady Quinn and uh, again, Jake, Jake locker. Um, you know, RG3 was the second guy. He didn't work out. Like, there's so many quarterbacks up high who do not work out. So many. EJ Manuel, uh, Geno Smith, obviously, was the second quarterback draft. He's in the second round. You can go on for days just Sean Kaiser, Johnny Manziel. There's so many more quarterbacks who do not work out than work out. So, is that a reason to fire a GM? No. But in conjunction with all the other stuff he's been doing this year, if Rodgers was not coming back next year, is it, do you think it's strong and considerate? I think so. Jets six, Buffalo three. Oh, my God. Just the field goals. I I just I just so much rather be a shitty team who's really good offensively. I I much rather be, and this is because we're scarred and we've watched really shitty football, specifically uh, offensive shitty football for so long that. Can you imagine watching a game? It's like we lose thirty-eight to thirty-five, and we actually score four touchdowns. Like it's so, ex- and we went over the touchdowns last week. They now have eight and nine games. Half of those are like one play drives against Garrett Wilson slant, Brees Hall check down, Brees Hall run versus the Bron- uh, Broncos, I believe. Um, so they're not, they're not, they're, they're so far behind an offense. It's just so boring. To, it is so boring to watch. Um, uh, Josh Allen is throwing a pick, uh, a pick in six straight games. Odds. We make it seven or good, but we can return it for six. Yeah. You got to hope so. Right. Because that's the only, that's the only way that you, you, you think the Jets can win at this point is if they get a lot of defensive turnovers. But the problem with defensive turnovers is teams are, pre- are typically pressed into them when they have to force the ball, um, in the passing game because the other team scores points and the Jets don't score points. Why? Why? You know? No. Uh, we should have paid Fant over Cobb and Harbin. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would like fant. I was I was always higher on Fant than fans, but it is what it is. Can we get a first round comp pick? Has it ever been done before? No. No. We cannot get a first round. The, the, the highest is third, right? Um hi, yeah, highest comp is third. There you go. Um okay. Don't sign players after one good year. Why is Conklin still on the jets? Like Eagle, come on. Like there, you have some good takes and you have some brutal ones because Conklin was also trying to catch the ball. Conklin didn't see Garrett Wilson decide, Hey, I see our stud receivers about to catch this ball. I'm going to go deflect it. He was running through a pile, trying to get one hand up there to see if he can get lucky to tip it and bring it in, you know, something, but he didn't specifically go and say, I'm going to, to, to deflect that from Garrett Wilson. The dude's been averaging like five or six catches a game with like 50 or 60 yards. Conklin should not be on the team because he broke up the Harry, the, the hail mary. Come on, Eagle. I, I know. I know you're better than that. You got You got to think logically there. He was also going for the pass. He did not try to break it up. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see. Serviceable is good term for JD. Yeah. Serviceable. Okay. Right. Uh, Huff is giving the the Jets a home count discount. I would say four years, sixty million, high guarantees. Um. One. Why? Why is he giving the Jets a discount? Is it is it any why? Yeah. Like, And now you could say, okay, they, they, they brought him as a UDFA and all this stuff, but let's say, you know, Hey, this is the money you're going to make for the rest of your life. Joe, if you have four four years, 60 million, and you're going to get really 35, 40 million of that by the, by the end of the contract, because of taxes where you can get 55, 60 million of that in, in Miami, are you going to take $15 million a year, $20 million less over four years to play with the jets? Because they, because they, they, they gave you a, you know, a UDFA chance. Some might, most won't, most people want money. You know, they love winning and all that stuff. I'm sure like Garrett Wilson's all that stuff, but they like winning in conjunction with money. He hasn't been winning here. So why? Why is he just going to say, hey, I'll stay for you guys? You know, I think that's that's what you want realistically to happen, but he could just as easily say, hey, no, screw you guys. You guys didn't give me a contract for for however many years. You tendered me this year instead of giving me a long-term contract. You didn't give me one during the deadline. Screw you guys, I'm out. It's also just as likely. You know, you don't know. So yeah, I saw that, Eagle. Um, non-exclusive tag. Can we put a price on that tag? Lamar would have needed to first, but the Ravens set a price. Yeah, I'm not good with all the all the like non-exclusive tags, the the franchise tags, all that stuff. Um, but they did tender him this year, so I don't know if that has anything to do with the exclusive tag and if they can do that or not. Um, Matt, I just I suck with the contract stuff. Non-exclusive tag. I, I have to like, Google it to see what we're talking about here. Um, Douglas McClure says, look at how many years the Broncos with drafting a QB and. And that was with a Hall of Fame QB as GM, and obviously we know, right, that just because you played doesn't make you smart or know everything about X's and O's. Just because you played does not make you a good GM. Uh, again, we brought Michael Jordan, you know, last week with his with his stint or whatever it was with the Bobcats. You know, you have Peyton Manning who recommended Gase. Maybe he just hates the Jets anyway because that's that's why he did that. Um, but yeah, it doesn't necessarily correlate you know, quarterback to GM. But with that being said, yes, teams consistently with consistently with on quarterbacks. So just because Douglas Douglas did does not mean that's a fireable offense in, in by itself. And I'll have people like that, like tailgates to come up and like, Oh yeah, Douglas the Zach Wilson pick? you get fired for that. It's like most of the GMs in the NFL will be fired. Then most of them, you know, again, John Lynch or, uh or, uh, yeah, Lynch. Um, Still could have had Josh Bags, Josh Dobbs for a bag of chips, yeah. Yeah. Um, 100 percent agree. ree Zach Wilson think they threw him into the Wolves a couple of times. I think we agree. Jets did him zero favors since they drafted him. Um, yeah, now he, he has he had better scenarios than Geno Smith, than than you know, Sam Darnold. Yeah. But again, rookie year, rookie OC rookie head coach, not a lot of talent on offense it was not the best situation to look in or walk into, look at his situation in the Panthers game. He got chased all game, his first game, all of them, all of them. So uh, we got the same package for Hartman that the cards got for Dobbs. Imagine we used that package and had Dobbs right now. And that's the thing too. It's like frustrating to see the Jets continue to, to have Simeon on the practice squad while Dobbs comes in with like four, four minutes of practice and, and wins a game, you know, throws four touchdowns, whatever it is, you know, you know, Dakota day. Uh, let's see. Given the Jets' QB prospects are so unser, uh, uncertain to work out generally, the value of those picks is so high. Do you think GMs should be trading back in that position? I think it's really a case by case basis, NJZ. I think it's kind of hard to say like a catch all. You should always trade back and just acquire more picks. I definitely, I am definitely more of the mindset of guys who build and they build more around the quarter. Like they, they build a foundation for the quarterback to walk into that's not absolute balls. If you know what I'm saying, like the teams the teams who take a year or two to really address the roster and then they trade up and then they draft the quarterback instead of just, hey, our team absolutely sucks ass. Let's uh, let's draft the quarterback with a shitty team and you ruin the quarterback. I like when teams build a little bit and then bring the guy in. Kind of like the Texans did. Texans built a little bit and they have some talent on the team and they bring in Stroud and he's thriving. I'm not just saying it's because of that reason, but um, I don't like when teams just throw their quarterback to to the wolves on a a shitty team. Um, But, yeah, it's kind of a case by case basis now with the case of Zach Wilson versus Sam Darnold. Um, I was dumb on Sam Donald. I wanted Zach Wilson. Uh, you know, there's there's no there's no hiding that. It's all it's all recorded. Um, I like what Zach Wilson was in college, and obviously he hasn't translated. But we see the flashes pretty consistently. The guy has the capability, the physical capability, to be a top ten quarterback. The problem is, again, the ninety percent of the stuff. How does he evaluate tape? How does he perform under pressure? How does he handle interviews? Can he handle New York? That's all the stuff that we can't necessarily see. We we can't get information on. We can't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Setting guys is not as bad. I I think it's, I think that I don't think it's a bad, bad idea. Greg Zerlon has saved me a couple of times in fantasy games. It's not a bad move, right? Gase's offense with Robbie Anderson and Donald was much better. Robbie. Yeah. And, and, and worse off receivers. Robbie was the one we're not even talking about the twos and threes with, with much worse offensive lines, much worse offensive lines. At least you have some players on this offensive line. We're talking about an offensive line. I don't know. They're 22 in the league right now, 21, 20, something like that, let's say. With Sam Darnold, they were legitimately like 31, 32, 32, 30. It was just always down at the very, very bottom. So uh, uh, DKB Jets says the environment you create around a quarterback or really any other core player is more important than anything else. Yeah, it's... and that's the point, too. And I think that's what the Lions were doing a little bit with Goff. Like, hey, you know, bring in Goff. He'll be a guy for a year or two. We'll build up the roster, and then maybe we'll trade if we're in, if we're in a good spot. I don't think they look at Goff as a savior, but now he's obviously, you know, their quarterback. But, you know, they did it. The Texans did it. I'm sure there's other examples of, of other teams doing it that I can think of in terms of, like, building the infrastructure, already having the infrastructure. You know, you look at what Kenny Pickett walks into. The Steelers, that's somewhat of an infrastructure, even though Matt Canada sucks. Um, Lamar Jackson walked into a good infrastructure. Uh, infrastructure. I don't think... Taking a quarterback, drafting him to a team who's three and fourteen with absolutely no players on it, and saying, "Hey, figure it out." Like Bryce Young, is he in a good situation right now? No, you know, is it going to hurt him in his overall growth? Most likely, you know, it was. So uh, Zach was the consensus number two pick. Any team would have picked him over Field. Yeah, I think I think there was like twenty three of the thirty two GMs. So I'm sure there were some GMs who preferred Fields and and Trey. Like in their physical, I don't I don't want to say like they're higher physical upside than 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 Zach because Zach's physical upside was ridiculous like Fields has more running upside, but throwing upside, it was Zach. Zach has, you know, Trey is an athlete in terms of running the ball, but in terms of overall athleticism, I think Zach's a better athlete than Trey Lance, but I don't know. Uh, chances we run the ball to the left. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, the Jets need to hit a home run. And this is from Charles Harrison. The, the Jets need to hit a home run in the 2024 draft. You are hundred percent correct. Uh, there has been many first round quarterbacks have been bust. If we can get half four years, 60 millions, we are ahead of the game. I would trade back in in, in 2024 for a draft hole the the priorities have to be at this point huff huff figure out right tackle left tackle that's three massive needs um I would get rid of Whitehead and replace him but even if you're gonna keep whitehead which i think he's an honor contract so regard maybe maybe it's honestly Chuck Clark they, they sign him so uh tackle tackle um replace whitehead sign Huff get a receiver uh too I think those are the five absolute musts for the Jets if they're trying to make the next year Super Bowl year, because the defense is going to be solid. Okay, you know there's some tinkering. You got to bring back uh, Jefferson. Maybe you got to add another run stuffer because Woods isn't here. Again, I, I understand all the tinkering stuff, but the main things they need to address are safety, receiver, tackle, tackle Huff. Right? Is there is there anything else that could be above those in terms of the top five? Maybe bring in another quarterback. I don't. I, you know What are they going to do with Zach? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm almost caught up in the chat and I'm going to start running through the game, uh, just in terms of like the things I saw from each prediction group and just like just side notes and stuff. And then if I jump off before seven, I jump off before seven. Actually, I'm I'm curious to see what that vote is at now. 51% is saying coho. So it's pretty much dead even. Um, yeah, let me know. I I would like to know like the, the yans, the, 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 the uh, riches, like the guys who really, really listen every week, like uh, Chris, Matt. There's so many people who who listen all the time. Um, those are the people I'm genuinely interested in because I get You know, we'll we'll see. It's 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 it kind of just hit me. You know, a couple of hours ago, so I don't really know what I'm going to do yet. But I'm willing to do solos. I'm willing to do solos during the entire season and most of the off season. The problem is at certain points with the more talking point type shows like the, you know, again, the top 25s and stuff, that would be difficult. Um, But uh, yeah. All right. MU, I think conversations being had uh, about this offense, all things equal. It's entirely, it's entirely different without penalties in the drops, which is my logic. I don't think generic backup X would be better. Yeah. Mu, I'm with you. Um, Now, are there games? Do I think generic, Backup X would, would have been better in the Pats game and in the Giants game. Yes, I do. Do I think generic backup X would be better than Zach Wilson in this game? No, I do not. I do not. Again, and there were some bad throws. The spot concept was bad. The the a similar concept where he didn't throw where he didn't throw to Lazard uh, early enough was bad. He he missed Garrett Wilson over his head. That was bad. There was a time where he threw a hospital ball to to Garrett Wilson um, over the middle uh, on a slant that should have been you know low and behind him. That was bad. Um, there was a slant flat that he completely missed, and I went to the other side. That was bad. Like there, there was bad in that game. With all that being said, was that was generic backup quarterback X better than Zach? No, I think I think he's about to that level right now. In some instances, in some instances, so they better not huff, uh, let huff walk. Thinking McDonald can fill those shoes. I like Will much. Yeah, yeah. Rob D, 100, right? You can't just assume that McDonald, because you drafted him, is going to produce like one of the better pass rushers in the NFL, um, or a top five pass rusher, top ten pass rusher in the NFL. That's what Huff is. Huff, as a individual pass rusher, is a top ten, top five guy. Can you just bank on McDonald doing that? No. If they do, again, malpractice. Huff is on a different level, like you said. You have to, have to, have to, resign him. Um, do they? They, they better, because. You're talking about next year, JJ, J.J., J.F.M., Huff, McDonald. Really, really like that. J.F.M., J.J., McDonald. Okay, you have two guys on the edge who are, who are plus average at that point. But McDonald can just as easily be a bust as he could be a good player. So then you have two guys who are who are locked down, going to be good. Um, But that's not enough for this defensive philosophy of all the rotation and stuff. So Huff isn't necessary. He, 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 is, he is a necessary. You must, must resign him. Um uh, Joe, I never said Conklin should be cut because of the Hail Mary. He should be cut because he's a below average tight end. That's why Rucker's getting snaps besides CJ being bad himself. And in how is he a below average tight end, Eagle? He's he's probably he, last year he was top tenant in receiving yards and catches. This year he's on pace to have six, seven hundred yards with Zach Wilson at quarterback. He pretty much catches everything that goes his way. He's burning linebackers over the middle with his rocker move. He made a big catch up the seam this game. He made a big catch up the seam in the Giants game. So how in what world is he below average? Like name 15, 20 times you legitimately would have over Conklin. And if you, and if you do say 15 to 20, you're reaching on at least five or 10 of those. Cause there's probably only like 10 or so guys that you're like, okay, I want those guys over Conklin. So even if he's average, Oh, you know, OK, and I think that's I think that's that's you being harsh for one play because what else has he done bad this year? You, you could point to 2022 the drops the fumbles. What has he done this bad this year? You know, yeah, yeah, what, what game was that where he was it the Broncos game where he got contacted and dragged guys for like 15, 15 yards? You know, what has he done? I don't know. All gas, six, all gas, six points. All defense, no offense, all gas, all talk. Yeah. Dakota, Dakota's, uh, he rides a roller coaster really high one week and then really sad the next week. If, if we lose, he's, peace pissed. Um, yeah. I don't think Nani and Boy Green are going to co host anytime soon. I would also give Mosley a mini extension. So instead of one year, 18 million next year, you could see, you could get him for two, two for 14, but add more guarantees. I'm with that. If they could, if they could lessen the one, the, the, the year one hit, um, to just add on another year Rob D, am I'm, I'm 100% with that. I, and I think that's where he fall. he should fall to like 14 15 million dollars a year, you know, or maybe even less, 13 14 million dollars a year. Do I think he's worth 18 million dollars a year um now no, but also with that being said, you don't save all that 18 million dollars if you cut him, right? You save however, however much of it, then you also have to pay to replace him. So that linebacker, let's say let's say let's, let's say you save half of that million, let's, let's say you save half that 18 million cuz I don't know exactly what it is. Now you have to find a linebacker who's just as good for not, for nine million dollars, or you just keep it for one year eighteen million, you know. Um, but yeah, I would see Mosley here because he's a top ten ish linebacker. You know, maybe I missed something earlier in the podcast. Why was Kyle not? <laughs> Kyle didn't show up last week, and now Kyle is not showing up this week because he's not showing up. Uh, maybe not ever again. But Kyle is uh, done with the podcast, so Kyle is no longer. It is Joe uh, Solo Dolo for for now. Uh, hospital ball and gunshot. Yeah, he throw a couple of those. Uh, Conklin is the best tight end we've had since Keller. Uh, Not debatable. That's not debatable. That is is 100% fact, Peter. Conklin has been a top three player in our offense this year. Yeah, no, legitimately, right? Easily, like very, very easily the third best player. It's, well, skill positions, right? Like you can argue offensive line, but, you know, Garrett, Brees, Conklin. Like let's let's look at Conklin game log. Tyler Conklin, I'm not the biggest stats guy in the world here, but. Okay, first couple first game slow, nothing. Then you have five catches, 50 yards. Three catches, 26. Okay, not a good game. 4 for 58, 4 for 67, 3 for 24, not good. 0 for 0, not good. This last game, 6 for 60 or for 66, 7 for 70. He has, you know, he is on pace to get about 700 yards this year and about, you know, 60 catches. So 60 catches, 700-ish yards is not that bad. Like like tight ends, let's say tight ends receiving Yards 2023. Let's see who's. Let's see the top 10 NFL statistics based on yards. I guess no, is this based on yards? Yards. He's 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He's 16th. He's 16th in receiving yards and he's had a bye week, you know? So drops. I don't really see I don't really see an area for it, but again. I, I could see average, but below average cut. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there. Um, CJ is better than Conklin because he is great teammate and locker room guy. Jets coaching staff probably. Yeah, seriously, MU. Like that. And that's a legitimate concern. It is, in my opinion. It is. Not being willing to to bench your guys for better guys when you know that when you can almost like factually see on film that those guys are better than the guys you're not benching. It just doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't know. I I really don't know that that really pisses me off how they're all about the rah-rah and, and, and guys being accountable and the best player plays. But then when your veteran plays bad, Hey, no, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take it out on, on the younger guys, the, the, the Mims, the Elijah, and and they deserved it too. But you know what I'm saying? Joe solo is the best. Conklin is (laughs) I DJ Reed needs, needs stat. Oh, Mosley's cut next year. Dead cap is about 10000000 million. Let's see Mosley's contract. CJ Mosley uh, contract, OTC. I like over the cap the best. Uh, okay. So let's see what, what we're working with, with Mosley in 2024. So dead money is 10 Cap savings is 11 So... Yeah, I, I don't know. Over half of his, oh, he's he's owed twenty one million million dollars, so ten million dollars to cut him to save eleven. Are you going to find a guy who's who's better than CJ Mosley? At ten million dollars, probably not. So do you just keep him for that year? Probably, probably. Then he's gone, or, or like the other listener said before, you know, you extend him a contract for for maybe twenty twenty five and make the twenty twenty four hit less. Um, but you're not cutting Mosley for for. For 10 million dead and only 11 million savings, in my opinion, because you're not going to find a guy who's as good as him for 10 or 11 million dollars. Again, in my opinion, uh, they will let Huff walk. He, he, here comes that third comp round compensation pick. But again, like, sure, what are the chances you draft anybody who even sniffs his his ass in the third round? Almost zero. Legitimately, almost zero. Uh, thoughts someone keeps blowing up my videos with a thought that the Jets should have only should only have O that will be here in 2024, 2025 playing. Um, who, you know, who it, it kind of, it, it depends. Like, are you not going to play Beckton because you don't want to sign him? And then you're going to put in, you know, uh, I don't know, Billy Turner, because he may be here. Like, like, like how far are we going here now? Should the young guys, like, should, you know, you get more Xavier Gibson reps because he may be here longer than Cobb or should you get Tipman reps over, you know, Schweitzer who they want to sort of guard over Titman? Like, yeah, those type of, and those type of instances, yes, but I don't you also don't want to break your back doing it because at a certain point you also have to be fair to your roster and and, and your fans in terms of who gives you the best shot to win and who gives you the best shot to evaluate your other talent because you, you know, whether it be a guy running the wrong route or not, you know, blowing a protection or blowing a stunt that also limits the, the progression and your ability to evaluate your other players. So it's kind of a really layered question. Um, while the Kyle leave? It's, it's, there, there was, there was no falling out. There was nothing. Uh, he just doesn't necessarily have the time for it. He wants to dedicate, I guess, more of his time to his work or, you know, whatever he's doing. And I fucking left this water bottle on my, on my desk still, even though I knew it was leaking. So just, uh, wipe up a bunch of this stuff. Cause it took me freaking seven hours to build this desk. It's like an Ikea desk with a thousand parts. It was a pain in the ass, but no, uh, yeah, no specific reason. Just no specific reason. It just is what it is. Um, Kyle got his free Jets tickets and immediately left. No, no, no. Kyle, I'll, I'll, and he might be back. He may be back. You never know. Um, how did Blake Cashman bowling out for the Texans to not get hurt? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Bad, bad luck, Jets King, which is bad luck. At what point, uh, is it okay for us to be pissed at Corey Davis, right? because uh, right now, with a lack of reason, it looks like he fucked us. Nick, like I know you're you're saying this, but what if what if again, knock on wood here? What if his wife got cancer? Like we don't know, right? Like we don't want to be we don't want to be. I'm not. I am definitely not like the the most sensitive guy. You know, I I get labeled with abrasive quite frequently. Um, But with that being said, you you never know. It could his his wife could be sick. His daughter could be sick. His wife could be struggling with depression. He wants to help her out. Like we do not know. Um, So I cannot blame him. I can't blame him. Um we need a better number two wide receiver. Mosley three years, 28, not including guarantees. Um, Mosley's going to get a, he, he'll, he, he's not going to sign for that. There's not a chance. Uh, Rich says since Lazard gets no separation and drops so many balls, would you replace him with Malik Taylor or, or, or Brownlee? Um, Malik Taylor. Some. Yeah. Because I've actually seen Malik Taylor get opened a few times deep or at least threatened deep. Now Brownlee. No, um, Let's be realistic here. Brownlee was a guy who, in my opinion, was overhyped because of one catch in camp where he caught it behind his head with one hand. Just being real, I'm just being real because go watch some of the preseason tape that I did that, that I did with um of him. Uh, brutal. His he had a brutal preseason. His route running was terrible. The way he catches balls was terrible. I'm talking about like getting destroyed at the break point and then coming to catch the ball and doing the whole Alan Lazard thing. This, you know. Th- this thing or or this thing instead of this thing you know like so uh I'm not I'm not there are some people who are like foaming at the mouth for Brownlee I don't know why again I, I think if you really if you really press people to, to tell you why it's because of one uh camp catch it wasn't preseason I'm sorry um so I don't know uh Garrett Wilson Conklin Garrett Wilson Hall Conklin our top five combo in football. Ooh, Joe, that's a that's a tough one. Um Garrett Wilson's top 10, right? Top 10, 15 lowest. Hall is top five to ten. Conklin is 10 to 15, let's say. Um last year he finished like eighth or ninth or whatever it is. Now Trio, I'm assuming you're talking about like skill positions. Could we look at, you know, there's there's plenty of teams. We, you know, we have like DeAndre, John Dre uh, Brown and um and uh, uh Devontae smith we have we have higgins mixon uh and chase there's there's some i can think of you know um kittle mccaffrey debo there's some out there but the jeffs the Jets probably pretty close top five i really like to think about it why don't we use Brees on third downs he's a threat when when he's catching passes i don't, I don't know i don't know johnny and another problem is and and this is something that's overstated sorry if you said it before but a lot of people just say oh the pony package oh the pony package just hits two running backs in the game why why is that so why, why is that so uh why do people want that so much what does it actually do can 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 cook can cook lead block can he catch passes can he pass block so what's the point of having him back there like it's just I think that's something that people say they want to see a lot more they, they say it a lot without necessarily knowing the reason why they're saying that. It doesn't really do much to the defense. If anything, it, it 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 can almost condense them because instead of having, let's say, that third receiver out who who could then flex out that linebacker a little bit, or that safety a little bit. Now you condense the box more. So unless he's a plus in blocking and and he he has he is like, you know, unless he offers you something plus in the box, then why have him in the box instead of having a receiver out? Like, what does he really offer you? So the whole pony thing, it's just it's just people, something people say. I think at this point, to be honest, but whatever. Trade for Blake Cashman. Matthew, is this Matthew? I don't think this is the other Matthew. There was a Matthew who uh he said if the Jets went, uh if the Jets went if they won two of their next three games, uh he would I would have to go to his church service the other day because I kinda I kinda dumped on church a little bit last last stream, which is not necessarily the smartest thing to do. Um, but now the Jets have to win two in a row for me to go to church. So it looks like I'm not going to church, Matt. Not not you, Matt, but I think it's Matt Wallace. Um, am I the only one not sad about that Michael Carter was cut getting in, getting into it with a coach during the game, publicly, uh, complaining about the draft pick, then blocking people on Twitter seems like a little rat. Um, yeah, I don't want to say like, I don't want to say like a rat, but now with that being said, did he bitch about Elijah Moore? Yes. Did he, did he publicly say that he didn't want the Jets to bring in another running back? And then they brought in, uh, James Robinson. Yes. Did, did, was there tweets, you know, um, this year? About, you know, not wanting to bring in Cook or we're good or whatever it is at the running back position. Yes. Was there him making his like pro, uh, social media profile just like a, a, a black screen or whatever it was and scrubbing the Jets on social media? Yes. So was there some immaturity there? 100%. Do I think he was some scapegoat? No. I think the Jets said to him, hey, we're going to make you inactive for... Um, for Izzy, and then either he or the Jets prompted, Hey, you want to get, re- you know, can I get released or do you want to get released to go to another team and try to, to, try to find a spot with them? That's what I think happened. So, you think Salah gets uh, dodgy about quarterback questions because he watches tape and knows that to accurately answer quite some of the questions from press, he'd have to throw a hacker under the bus. Um, that, that yeah, that's that's part of the pro. I, I guess, like I guess, that could be part of the problem. But at a certain point, like you, you see defenders after this game, and I saw on Twitter, like Salah saying or, or Salah so, so to saying, like, "Hey, the defense thinks they have to be perfect and not allow a touchdown to win games." So, at, at a certain point, you also owe it to your defense and your players who are playing well to at least give them some explanation. Because when you go up to the to the to the podium and you're and they're asking you questions, you're basically like, "Uh, plead the fifth. I don't know." Does not look good. It does not look good. Um, so, I think him criticizing. The offensive coordinator who's running one of the worst offenses in NFL history should be criticized. Now, is he afraid to say that because Rodgers is, is his boy and keep your coach's name out of my mouth and it could stir the pot? Probably. That's probably more the answer. Really. You know, I don't think he wants to. I, I think they're tiptoeing around Rodgers. I, I, in certain aspects, I do. And, and I think they tiptoe around Rodgers when he said, hey, sign Dalvin Cook. Because once they said, oh, Dalvin Cook, oh, that's a good idea. Let me turn on his tape and watch a couple of games. Holy shit, this guy sucks. Let's still sign him. You know, <laughs> Rodgers wants him. I don't, I don't know how they signed that guy. Do they still believe in grooming Sherwood to replace Mosley? They gave him the green dot as a rookie for for a game. Um, yeah. N- now, like Peter, can I really speak to how how much they believe in Sherwood taking over Mosley's spot in the future? I I can't say that. Do I think that's that's a part of the reason why he was drafted? Yeah. Like they they very much so believe in bringing in you know these 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 lesser um, linebacker prospects and developing them into to hopeful studs. You know they've done it with with quite a few guys that they've developed. Um, a a few linebackers now, is that their exact plan? No, I think you draft the guy and you say this, you you hope this to be the plan, but if their plan was fifth round rookie, this is all we got in, in three or four years. Um, then you're not being realistic. I I think it's a draft with a hope kind of, kind of deal. Devils need to bounce back tonight. Yeah, they do. They play penguins, right? Seven. I think it's penguin. Let's say McKay back Jason Poe, Joe Tippman, Xavier Newman, Max Mitchell are saying on the line. Who was Jason Poe? I don't know who Jason Poe is, DKB Jets. Uh unless he's like a guy who's excited like from the practice squad, but no, it's not gonna happen. Because at a certain point you have to evaluate your 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 quarterback and, and, and your running game and all that stuff. And do I think that putting Tomlinson on the bench at 17 million dollars a year is is something they're gonna do? No. And with that being said, Lakin Tomlinson's here for next year, if I'm not mistaken, DKB. Uh, let's see, uh Lakin shit. Lakin Tomlinson. Cause it they cause he was gonna be gone next year and then they altered the contract, right? contract OTC. I think Tomlinson's here next year as well, DKB, let's see. Um Oh, that's a fucking that the, the the worst link. Why why would they such a stupid thing. Okay, so um 2024 cap savings of 8 million and 10 million dead if cut. So can you find a better guard than him for $8 million? Probably yes. Will they? Probably not. So I think Tomlinson's on the team next year. So I think next year you're most likely going to have Tomlinson, Titman, ABT, Becton could be back. I don't see it honestly. Um, I don't see Becton being back with the team. So I think you need new, two new tackles next year with Tomlinson uh, being the left guard uh, for the 2024 Jets at uh, during his age 32 season 33. How will he be? Becton, Tomlinson, Titman, Warren, Mitchell. Mitchell, uh, Joe, you do not want Warren at guard. He is a. I'm sorry, I, it is what it is. I caught. I said it with Evan Neal. Um, Warren is not made for the inside, in my opinion. Not, not made for it. Uh, I personally, I liked a lot of the picks. Um, Carter Warren was, I think, pretty easily my least favorite pick of the draft. I, I don't, I don't think he has the the grit that they love. But whatever. Um, if you look at the top 10 offensive lines in football from Joe, uh, majority have four or five drafted starters and they, and they played two plus years together. Yeah. That's, that's part of the problem too is is a lack of continuity. Lazard. Sorry. I'll take any of our wide receivers over him. Yeah. It's not been good. Right. Uh, MC literally blocked Richie from jets media who I've met, I've met Richie at least once or twice. Um, I don't know if he could be nicer. <laughs> so yeah, one of the nicest guys after he complimented him, like how, I don't know what the compliment was or what he said but i'm sure michael carter is going through hundreds of tweets and anything that slightly looks like it might be uh, critical of him he just blocked him so yeah he's he's a little bit of a you know i, I get blocking and stuff but just mute him I, I don't know enough of the social media shit though again the, the uncle announcements going on nowadays and shit just put your phone down literally the only reason i go on my instagram go on my facebook like i'm I, there's some people from from the stream who've tried to like follow me on instagram and i see it but i'm like i don't post anything why do people want to follow me i don't I don't post anything. Literally football stuff and and drunken football tweets and I'm mad at the Jets game. That's about it. There's no social media for me. So uh, the, the whole blocking people and searching your name shit, I don't understand it, but whatever. Um, Jets only have five or six D linemen under contract for 24. Um, well, Lawson's gone, right? You have you have Lawson who's gone. Quentin Jefferson's gone. Al Woods is gone. Salmon Thomas is gone, right? So then you have Will McDonald, JJ, No Huff, JFM, Q... Yes. So so more than like, more than likely they'll sign Huff. You're hoping they sign Huff. They'll bring back Solomon Thomas. They'll bring back Quentin Jefferson and then they'll sign some, some, some beefy 330 pound guy. Guard from the 49ers we picked up. Oh yeah. I didn't see that DK baby. Was that today? Or is that recently? I didn't see that. Um, Does he have a legitimate chance to start? If he does, he probably, I would assume starts at right guard. I don't think Thomas moves. I I don't, I don't think he moves based on the money he's making. And he played okay. For a few of the games this year, this game wasn't brutal. Uh, the Giants game, he was terrible, though. He was terrible. In, in my opinion, you're 100% correct uh, in terms of appeasing Rodgers. He defended Hack on McAfee's show earlier this week. But to your point, I think Salah's conservative coaching philosophy is part of the problem, too. And, and Salah has to take criticism for the, the end of the game, too. Like at, you know, Regardless if he wants to say that, hey, you know, I called the timeout, all of that bullshit, at the end of the day, you know you have very little time to go. You should know whether after this play you want to call a timeout or not. So if it's a catch, it's a timeout, or if it's a catch, it's not a timeout, we spike it. You have to know that pre-snap. So pre-snap, you know you're going to call a timeout if the ball is completed. So you have to tell the ref pre-snap, I'm going to call a timeout if this ball is completed. And then after you tell him that, you're basically a magnet to him, and you're following the ref. Now, you want to watch your game and stuff, but be right by the ref. So there is no two or three yards. There, there is no, oh, he didn't hear me. Oh, I had to yell to him, all this bullshit. You call the timeout. You tell him prior to. You scream it in his ear the second he he goes down. So I'm sitting there. It's like 20 seconds, 19 seconds, 17, uh, 16, 15. Like, okay, they're going to spike the ball. This is what I thought. I thought they were going to spike the ball. They were going to try to get another play to get closer to the end zone. They are going to call a timeout, and then they are going to take another shot. That's what I thought they were doing. Like, okay, I understand that, but – 15, 14, 13, timeout. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, that is just so bad. And then the cherry on top, this is why now Eagle hates uh, Tyler Conklin because apparently he's a DB, um, is you have Zach Wilson, you know, step up in the pocket, reverse pivot, juke out Crosby, throw a freaking heater 50 yards down the field, two guys fighting for the same ball, it's incomplete. It's like, of course that's the way this game ends. Of course. Or even driving, like they're driving at the end of the game. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to fucking do it. Like, you know, the Browns game, they're going to actually have a comeback win. Like, this is awesome. Like an actual legitimate offensive drive to make a comeback, not some bullshit, you know, walking touchdown from the Eagles or a punt return. I'm talking like a legitimate offensive drive to come back in a game. Um, Pick. I'm like, it's just and – and my wife, I tell her before because I've been watching this team for however long and I've been covering it for however however long I like do in the film – and she's like, You're always so like. I like watching games without you because you're so negative when we watch games. I'm like, You got to understand. Like, I kind of walk you through the end of Rex to um to Isaac to McCagnon to Gase, to this, and you kind of call out the plays. Like, it's like, Hey, big play, watch a penalty, penalty, a big play, watch a penalty. He touched down, like, he probably stepped out, he freaking stepped out after he does that. It's like, you know, first and goal from the three. She's like, oh, they'll score a touchdown. I'm like, they are not going to score here. They're not. I mean, they're the worst red zone offense in the NFL. They're not going to score. Field goal. She's like, okay, I kind of see why you're uh, so fucked up. So that game, I kind of just try to chill a little bit more and explain. So then she understands my negativity, but I am a negative asshole when I watch that's games. And that's probably why I can't stream. I can't stream games. I need that two or three days to just erase what happened, even though I got to watch the film again and talk about it, which I just did a couple of hours ago. Um, do they think they still pick up ABT's fifth year after the injuries? I do. I do. Um, it's not like multiple injuries to the same spot. You know, can you, are you, is he really going to knock on wood, tear his triceps again? You know, probably not. Um, now he tore his ACL. So that's obviously not ideal. But with that being said, especially with offensive linemen, you have to consider there are not a lot of good ones out there. Offenses are really struggling nowadays. Points are down. Because offensive linemen um, are not a hot not, – they're not, not a hot commodity. They're actually very much so a hot commodity. But there are not enough produced in college that are good in the NFL. Um, now, why? We can get into that. That's a whole different discussion and the different offenses and stuff that, that college teams are running. But offensive linemen, especially good ones, are are a hot commodity. And ABTs and going to free agency, get a bigger contract from somebody else. And they're going to be sitting, uh, sitting here with a thumb up our ass with with – you know um are on the line like oh I wish we never you know I wish we paid up those extra couple of million dollars for ABT. So um I think it's a loaded question. Not loaded. It's not loaded. One the injuries things are is the, is the triceps replicatable? So it's really like one injury to his lower extremities that you're that you're kind of concerned about and then past that who's are going to replace with. I, I don't know. Do I list, do I miss Elijah Moore? Did Elijah Moore like tweet out some some uh, sh- scripture stuff the other day too. Uh, I don't um, I think he's a, I think he is a very large disappointment for what he was at Ole Miss. He was a lot better of a receiver at Ole Miss. Um, and in terms of his transition to the NFL, hasn't been there. Scary how good Denver QBs looks. Uh, QB Wilson looks this year under Coach Payton, but he could have helped Zach in this offense. Bet he could have. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but... Blame it on Zach, blame it on the offensive line, blaming on all that. You know, there, there's plenty, but the run run pass stuff, the playing to get to third down, the lack of creativity, the four verticals with a check down, um, are all problems. Are all problems. You know, you had certain situations in last week. Um, you know, you're, you're you're playing Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. Hey, deep, deep route concept. Billy Turner one on one versus uh, Joey Bosa or Khalil Mack, yeah, fine. That's, that's okay. No chip, no nothing. Okay, that's good. You know. So true, Joe. We don't know what ha- about what happened. Court. Yeah, you have no idea. It, you know, you could have – you have no idea. Uh, what happened to Saffold? I don't know. In the NFL today, any other team, a guy can come in and play tomorrow with the Jets. It takes three or four weeks, five weeks. I don't know. I would rather have seen – and it's – actually, I know that PFF probably graded him poorly or whatever. But uh, Xavier Newman, for his, like, first real start at guard, was not dreadful. Now, he wasn't good, but, it didn't, again, relative to expectations, he was not so, so, so bad. Um, in that in that game, uh, but I'd rather see you know Saffold's a vet. See what he can do. I know he sucked last year with the with the, with the Bills, but um, yeah, I don't know. It takes it takes it takes a thousand years for for us to get guys ready. Uh, only the Jets, though. Only the Jets. CD says totally fine with you riding solo. Or, or flying solo. um, That's more what I'm leaning towards at this very moment with having some like guest spot type deals. Maybe I'll bring that in. Like I don't really bring on, you know, like Ryan or Tyson from, from uh, talk jets or like anything like that. Like maybe I'll start doing a little bit more of that stuff, like content to content stuff. But um, yeah, solo might, it's kind of the way I'm leaning. Saffold's still working and in getting into game shape. Maybe that's true. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, man. I, I've seen some guys like Jason Peters get signed off signed off the streets and then two seconds later he's playing. So I think that's what we want to think. Is that really the case? I don't know. I don't really see guys on a team for two or three weeks working to get in the game shape, especially when I watched, just watched videos of him the other day, like deadlifting or squatting, like 600 pounds, whatever it was. He looked pretty in shape there. Um, so, it, yeah, possibly. Now, do they feel that the difference between Newman and, and Saffold's not that great and they'll, they'll ride Newman out because he's a young guy? You know kind of like one of the other commenters mentioned before, that's a possibility, possibility, but I like at, at least he'd on the active roster, right? Um, Zach was just bracing for the hit, but the defender just watched. He was, he was, he wasn't bracing though, because the shroud would have been shorter. It was a pretty long shot, he was diving, he was diving, he just dove in the wrong spot. Now, uh, I think Don said it before. Jan said that I guess Zach after the game said he was anticipating being hit. And by the time he like widened himself to to brace for the hit, his foot was already out of bounds. But he was lunging though. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not calling for that. It's just a play. You, you just want to see him have better sideline awareness. It was we're talking about millimeters here. Um if they get a top 10 pick, I'm trading back and coming, uh coming back with two offensive linemen, uh, quarterback and wide receiver too. Yeah, I, I think I think next year's first round is a pretty much lock between between receiver and offensive lineman, right? Now, now, what's available in free agency? Um, that's, that's my question. Um, I think the Jets go big fish hunting at receiver. Uh, safety, they do whatever. They'll probably bring back Whitehead for whatever reason, even though he did have a good game this game. Um, but safety, they'll bring in whoever, tackle, I'm not too sure. Receiver, I think one of Devontae Adams or Mike Evans are going to be here. Uh, now, Devontae is going to cost a, a second round pick and maybe more, plus a massive contract, while Mike Evans might cost you two years, $40 million, $20 million a year. And I get the connection, all that stuff with Devontae Adams and wanting that for Rodgers. But if one's gonna cost us, you know, an extra second round pick and 10 million dollars more, do you would you rather just have Evans? Or would you rather have Evans a second round pick and a eight million dollar safety or Devontae? Like that's kind of the question you're asking for. It's not it's not one for one. So for me, I would rather have Mike Evans the pick and another player than just one player, especially considering that player is gonna be 32 years old, even though he's a beast. Um, but still. Um, Xavier Gibson, Gibson, the problem, Gibson was great at first. He's also muffed a couple of punts, uh, in the last couple of weeks, not, not, not this last one. He had to drop this game. So with a larger role, he's not necessarily making the most out of it though, either. Right. Like he hasn't, he hasn't taken off from like a sprinter stance or anything like He's, he's kind of, he's kind of just doing okay continuity and chemistry are major, major problems of the old line Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, absolutely agree. It's frustrating how unmanageable. which by the way, MU, I haven't seen you in here before. So if you're new, uh, welcome. Um, always run on first down, little play action, just get to the red zone or just get the third down. Just get the third down and hope our worst third down offense in the NFL can get there. And like, and, and Nania brought this up too on an article. I think it was 10 yard run, nine yard run by Cook. So run, run on a, on a team that already runs the ball a lot. Now it's second and one. With the Raiders absolutely stacking the box, and you know, betting on running. You just ran it. You just you just ran it again. You're probably going to guess what? Run it again. The Raiders went balls to the wall, guessing run, stuffed third and one. Guess what we do on third and one? Run again, but versus the team who's selling out for the run. Like, hey, maybe second second and one there, you throw up a, a play action rollout, deep shot to Malik Taylor or freaking Garrett Wilson. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, that's why passing on Penny Sewell and Tristan works was so bad. Yeah. But at the same time, rich. And like, again, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to be not in the bearer of bad news, but I'm trying to be realistic here. Let's say they pass on Zach Wilson for Penny Sewell and Zach Wilson works out. What do you, what would you be saying right now? You know, like it, that just, that's just realistically have to look at it. In my opinion, uh, I think I heard that the Jets said Saffold isn't in football shape yet. Yeah. Okay. But I don't trust the Jets with that shit. Do you Mu? I'm sure you don't because then why isn't Simeon active? Is he getting in football shape? Is he still learning the playbook? I don't trust him about it at all. I don't. Are you out on Mitchell as the future right tackle? Um, I wouldn't say out. I wouldn't say out. And I, I think people have to realize that your opinion at one time can always change based on new evidence. And I never said that Mitchell, was bad last year at right tackle. He has absolutely no chance to be the future right tackle of the jets. Those words never came out of my mouth in regards to Mitchell's play last year and how I talked about him both during the year and after the year, I said, he was fine relative to expectations. Your expectations of a, of a third round rookie right tackle are to hit or for him to be mostly bad if they play, but at least show some flashes. He played in 2022. He was mostly bad and showed some flashes this year he's been a little bit better. This game against Crosby, he was actually pretty solid. So I'm not, no, in no way am I out on him as a future right tackle. I think it largely depends on the rest of this year. Um, How does he play? And does he solidify himself as the future right tackle in 2024? Or is a situation where, hey, he played okay. We're okay with him being maybe a part of the solution, but not the solution. And then you bring in another guy and let them battle it out. That's that, that's dependent on him. Uh Ruscott, nine. More TDs in nine games than he did with 17 with Hackett. Did, Hackett. did Hackett make it all year? I don't think he made it all year, though, did he? I don't think Hackett made it all year. Uh, Jets I could be wrong. I, I think he was fired after like eight or nine games, wasn't he? I don't know. Saw a stat that the Broncos had one of the worst third-down conversion rates since the merger last year under 30%. Yeah, we had the worst, like worst third-down slash red zone offense since like 1975. It's bad. And yes, Hackett is a 1,000%, a majority of the problem. Hackett. The flags, receiver drops, Zach Wilson is another part of it. And, again, it doesn't matter if it's from Lazar- the Lazards, Xavier Gibson getting a hold or a drop, or the Garrett Wilsons. You know, again, you, you, Zach throws a beautiful ball down the left sideline right into his chest. He doesn't catch it. You know, you have the play where it's second and 12, I believe. He's open on a slant, and he and he catches the ball with poor technique, and he does, and he drops it. So, you know, Garrett Wilson is getting great. I think Garrett Wilson could be elite. I think Garrett Wilson could be the best receiver in the NFL, I do. I, I think there could be a year or two where okay, he's surpassing you know Justin Jefferson's numbers and all this stuff. I legitimately do think he could be that good. Um, is he right now? No. I think he needs to make big plays in bigger. Or I think he needs to continue to. Or he needs to make big plays more consistently. And I know he's held back by Zach Wilson. I know that. But there's been some drops. You don't want to say. If you are a coach or GM, under what conditions would you allow Rodgers to play this season? If the doctors are telling me that he's fine, right? Um, but I think with that being said, I think if Rodgers tells them, hey, I'm good to play, they're going to play him. And I think Salah kind of alluded to it in the last couple of weeks where he said something to that effect. Like if he's ready, he's ready. If he's telling us he's ready, then we'll play him. Um, so for them, I think it's going – I think it's, it's – if Rodgers tells us he's healthy, I think realistically it depends on where the Jets are, right? Like we're not going to put Rodgers in week 17 if, if even if we win the week 17 and 18, we're not going to make the playoffs. There's no point of that. So that's an absolutely non-negotiable. It has to be for for a playoff spot. And then past that, it has to be, you know, kind of a discussion between your doctors and Rodgers, you know? So we don't have a second this year, though. Oh, we're talking about for for, uh, Devontae? It would be, you know, if if that's what you're talking about, it can obviously be a 2025 second, and maybe like a fourth or a sweetener or whatever um objection ob- objectively speaking this is from empire NewsWatch. uh this aaron Rodgers experiment has been a failure all of it Rodgers injury hack lazard cop yeah winters winters um so far yes now can you can you grade it on like is is him getting injured part of the equation if him getting injured is part of the equation then it's absolutely a massive failure are we caring so much about Hack Lazard, Cobb, Cook, you know, Boyle. If if right now we were, you know, again, seven and two or whatever it would be, or six and three instead of four and five, you know, we probably don't care as much. But yeah, obviously if you're just looking at it, just I don't know, like like not like factually. If you're just looking at it like very like straight up, Rodgers played four snaps. That's a failure. Hackett has been one of the worst OCs in the NFL, if not the worst. Failure. Lazard has been terrible. Failure. Cobb, failure. Cook failure Boyle. failure you're right you're not you're not wrong you're a thousand percent not wrong uh empires news watch and that's pretty much what i ranted about for 30 minutes to start the show next, uh, last week which i'm not doing again this week I'm not that type of mood um peter says thought uh, more would have been a percy harvin type coming out yeah i really liked more coming out i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh work uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna backtrack on that uh well joe lad proper shit show in it uh, in it uh yeah, it's it's a shit show. And the problem with this shit show is the years uh, of the past of 19, 20, 2016, 2017, 2013, 2014. All those shit years, we knew they were going to be shit years. It's different going into a year where you expect a Super Bowl and then have it turn out to be a shit year. Now, obviously Rodgers is the is 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 a large factor in that. But with that being said, you have probably, again, argue if you want, whatever, you have a top 3 Defense in the NFL, if not the number one defense in the NFL with a lot of these guys needing to get paid the next few years and you're wasting their window. You're wasting it because, hey, sauce is great. Sauce is going to want to get paid after, you know, after year three, potentially, you know, or yeah, he's going to want to get paid after year three. Garrett Wilson's going to want to get paid after year three. You know, Brees Hall's going to want to get paid after year three. JD is going to want to get paid after year three, some of them four, whatever. But a lot of these guys that we have on contracts right now that are, um, you know, bowling out. They're gonna want more money. DJ Reed, is he gonna get signed again for dollars $12 million a year? No, he's gonna get signed for a lot more money than that. You know, so um it's it's frustrating because we had legitimate Super Bowl expectations. Plus, right now a Super Bowl defense um that is getting completely wasted. Completely wasted. Uh DKB again. Uh, how how high are you going in the draft to bring in a QB to develop behind the scenes? I think the shape our roster is in uh is in still day three, probably nothing higher than round five. I honestly don't think they do it. I don't think they do it. I think Zach Wilson is most likely back for next year, right? Um, This is his third year. Next year is his fourth. So Zach Wilson's on the team next year. Um, I think it stays the same. I I think the Jets realistically just say, okay, fuck it. We're going to triple down and Zach Wilson is our backup again. Do I think that's the right move? No. Do I think they should bring in, again, a Gardner, Minshew, whoever it is? Um, Yes. Now, with that being said, at the same time, if you have to bring in a backup quarterback, for Rogers and Zach Wilson's there making however many million he's making as a third string quarterback, then why even have him like that's part of the equation as well. Um, but I don't think they would add Rodgers with a younger quarterback who doesn't really know what he's doing with another younger quarterback who doesn't really know what he's doing. Because if Zach is the backup, then how many reps is this day three guy realistically going to get to develop? Like it's, it's, it's almost, it almost doesn't make sense if you feel what I'm saying. Like you're not going to develop a quarterback properly, a qu- QB three. I don't, I don't think they do it. I don't think they do it. Uh, would, would be kind of hilarious though. If Sala says Simeon still is in a football shape, I don't know if that's like their stock answer or whatever it is, but, uh, yeah, it seems like they always say, do you like what you've seen from McDonald this year? Um, I haven't seen much of McDonald really. Um, now in the giants game, he had a flash or two. He was a part of that forced fumble on, um, on, uh, what's that Tyrod? No, 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 that was on Herbert. I was on Herbert last uh, last week. He had a, he was a part of the force fumble on him. So um, nothing much until last week, and then I liked what I saw last week. But um, let's not get so far down on McDonald because he doesn't have the largest opportunity to play. Obviously, because the D line room is stacked. And criticize Joe Douglas for that if you if you want to. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he could burst out next year. I'm not gonna. Um, was there a different OC that you wanted them to get? Uh, this is something that that both I and I know Scott Mason from Play Like Jet talk about pretty often. Is uh, I wanted Todd Monken? Like I really liked the idea of of Todd Monken on the Jets. I believe he was at Georgia. He was with the Bucs and then Georgia, I think, and then he came back to the NFL with the Ravens last year. I've always liked Monken. I liked what I th- I liked what I saw from Monken when I looked into him. You know, in twenty when we hired Sala in twenty twenty, I was thinking about Monken, so that that was the guy I wanted. Now other guys, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure there's some other guys' names who might have been floating around who I was looking at, but uh, yeah, I would say Monken. But with Rodgers, you know who's going to be right? Uh, Can you look at the available free agents, that the receiver, O-line, and tight end positions? What am I missing? There are professional wide receivers, O-line, and tight ends on the open market. Why wouldn't the Jets sign some of these guys? Like right now? Yeah, I don't. you have to pull out some names just because I don't want to like, take too long, Empire News watch. Uh, watch but I think... Um, I'm not saying you necessarily. I think a lot of people just just equate like name, like not, not equate. I don't know if that's the right like right terminology. Um People just like take name value for too much. Like you're going to see Jarvis Landry right there in free agency. There's a reason he's not signed. You know, people with Dalvin cook. Oh my God. He's some stud running back. Oh, this guy's going to get a thousand yards of the jets um based on his name. So are they more names in free agency? Or are they, are they actually guys you legitimately watched last year and they played very well? I'm not putting words in your mouth, but it's for real. Uh, do you think Garrett Wilson's ceiling is impacted at all, but no, no, Six three, six five. You know, was how 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 tall was Jerry Rice, best receiver of all time, 5'11", foot, six one. Antonio Brown, shorter receiver. Justin Jefferson, 6'1". one. Devonta Adams isn't 6'3". No, I, absolutely not. Uh, Lazard was used more as a vertical receiver with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, vertical receiver, back shoulder balls, that type of stuff. That's that's one hundred percent how he was used. Um, with it all that being said, is was he even that good at that? No. I don't know. Honestly, DJ Reed could sign for $11, 12000000 million again because he's 28 after next season and still doesn't have QB one build or cornerback one build. Um, I don't agree. There's really not, there's not, really not much to add to that. He, he's, I think statistically, he's like a top five corner in the NFL right now. And even if you don't think he's a QB one build, high end twos are getting more than $11, $12 million a year right now. So um, he, he's going to get more than $11, 12000000 million a year. He, he will. He he definitely, he definitely will. That's awesome. I can't like bring any fact to it. Like, Hey, this is exactly why, but I'll pretty much guarantee that he's going to get more than that. Um, first round picks have a fourth year guaranteed and a fifth year option guaranteed. They can't ask for anything. They can ask for something. You you don't have to give it to them. They could ask for a, an extension. There's, there's guys who get paid after their third or after their fourth year. Right. Some guys get paid. Well, you can get an extension. So let, let's, say, let's say they play the first three years. You can get it. You can get a five-year extension that doesn't kick in until after the fourth year. So a lot, a lot of guys will ask for contracts after that, that, that third year. They're allowed to ask for stuff. You don't have to get it. The Jets could realistically say to Sauce, hey, we have you for five years. After that fifth year, we're going to tag you for the sixth year. After the sixth year, we're going to tag you for the seventh year for, I think, 125% of the, of the franchise tag price. So they could technically control them to year seven. Do you want to do that to sauce, sauce and piss them off? No. So they're, they're going to ask for money. I'm not saying the Jets have to give it to them, but they'll, they'll you know, they'll ask, would you resign Becton? Um, This is, this is larger contingent upon the price, right? Rich, like if he's going to say $14 million a year. Okay. Like I'm, I'm willing to listen. That's cool. You know, now it's taken into, a, into account the fact that he's gotten so injured over the last couple of years, that also to be considered. But I don't know how well Becton vibes with with Solomon and Douglas, just based on their, their history. I think he's being a good soldier now, but I don't know if he really like, excuse my French, but I don't think he really like fucks with them too much. So um, I don't think Beckton wants to be back here. Now, maybe I could be wrong. Um, I would like to resign him considering it. He's healthy for the rest of the year, just based on pretty much purely based on what I said before, there's not a lot of good offensive linemen. So you could say, Oh yeah, Beckton, We don't want him get rid of the scrub. But then you also have to say, okay, get rid of Beckton. he's a scrub, and we're replacing him with who? Who? Because there's not a lot of good free agent tackles and stuff who hit, who hit who hit the market all the time. So I would say yes, but for a reasonable price. Um, I love Monk, and curious what your thoughts about enemy uh, job potentially with Commanders. I was generally high on him during our search. So with me, and I have to look into it more. I'm never if it's unfair, it's unfair. It is what it is. I'm legitimately always going to be very, very cautious of. OCs or DCs who come from their coach's profession, DC who's under a defensive coach and OC who's under offensive coach. How much is, is, is the enemy really doing with Reed there now? Maybe he's, you know, maybe Reed's giving him some things he can do and whatever, but that's Reed's operation. That's Reed. So I was not very high, just purely based on that reason. Plus you have Reed again, uh, or or not, not only that you have Reed, who's one of the better, you know, OCs are play callers in the last 20 years in the NFL, you also have a Hall of Fame quarterback already. If you retired today, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. So great OC, Hall of Fame quarterback. What is the OC doing in that situation? Probably not a ton. So I'm, I was not interested in in, in me pretty much at all That because of those reasons, just realistically. CJ and Quincy are one, two ranked linebackers in the NFL right now. Talk about wasting time. Yeah, dude. Shadow. You have... Those you have the top tree of, of of cornerbacks in the NFL, bar none. You have a top at the minimum top three inside linebacker duo in the NFL. You know, you can argue uh Warner and Greenlaw, you can argue White and and uh and uh, what's his name? Uh, Levante David, if you want, but. I'm not, I'm, it's, it's Warner and Greenlaw or or Quincy and CJ, in my opinion. Um, so you have those guys. And then you have a top three defensive line in the NFL, if not the best pass rushing DFL, defensive line in the NFL. So you have top three or top number one cornerback trio, number one or two linebacker duo, and a top three defensive line. And we're losing games 16 to 12. You know, it just, it, 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 it hurts a little bit. Um, I miss Corey Davis. Yep. I'm glad Carter was gone. He was loose, useless. Yeah. Uh, actually give me two seconds real quick. All right. Dog had to piss and uh my dog is important, you know. I don't want to piss pissing the floor. Yeah. Uh Jefferson is six one, Hopkins is six one, Tyler Lockett is five ten height, don't matter. Terrell Owens was what six six one? Jerry Rice was six foot. Yeah, size doesn't matter so much. It, it all depends on routes and route running and pacing and all that stuff. Um, are you okay with starting two rookie tackles? No. It's not enough. Bring in bring in somebody in free agency. And then bring in a a, a stud guy at 15, whatever it's going to be. But no, not not two rookie tackles because one of them is going to be in the third round. We want want a third-round rookie tackle protecting Rodgers in a Super Bowl or bust year? Absolutely not. Oh, my God. If it financially came down to Huff or Adams and Evans, what would you do? Adams or Evans right? and that and that seems stupid. Like like initially off the jump, because this is this is pretty much just obviously ass off the huff. Um, you want Huff because he's gonna be the longer term guy for the Jets. But with that being said, I want to maximize my Super Bowl window. And I think Huff um on the defense with, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think Huff on the defense means is less impactful than the like multiplying rod, like like multiplying. Rodgers input because of a better receiver if that makes any sense. Like Huff is just for the defense whereas if you bring in Adams Adams or Evans, I think that really makes the offense like take a step to the next level where you have a top 5 receiver deal with a top 10 quarterback. Um I think that that they would either one of those guys probably greatens our Super Bowl chances. And that's why in my opinion. Um I hate saying that to be completely transparent, but I I think the multiplication factor of Rodgers being here um, I think it makes a bigger impact with with those guys. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, Huff or Adams, you know, give me give, give me Adams for that Super Bowl window. Um, have you thought of JJ this year? And what do you think uh, he should improve on in the off season? Um, JJ this year has definitely been better. Um, he's definitely. I, I think he looks different. I think he's a little bit more like cut like like not, not necessarily even cut, but like more bulked up. He looks more muscular. Um, he's been much more favorable to his bull rush this year, and he's been much more decisive. My my biggest problem with JJ in college, my biggest problem with JJ in year one was a lot of pitter pattering with his feet and and kind of letting the offensive tackle dictate to hit, um, the pass set to him where now JJ is dictating the offensive tackles and it's completely changed his game. Um, now in terms of things in the offseason, I have to really like watch him individually and say, okay, I think he should do this more or that more. Um, but in terms of his improvement and stuff, yeah, huge, huge leap up. Um, I was, I was saying preseason for either, uh, co-OC or OC and hack at QB coach or something. Yeah. Uh, my holy king says, when did you become a Jets fan? And what did you find attractive about the Jets? Um, I became a Jets fan and probably, I don't know, like 2000, like two or three, I would say like right around that area. I was like nine or 10 and, and all it was, was, uh, my, one of my really, really good friends, my friend, Tom, who sometimes listens and. You probably heard about him. You've seen him maybe at a game. But my really good friend Tom, uh, his dad took us to a jets game one day. That was it. Story was written. One of the first games we, we went to, we actually started a Raiders Suck chant, and it started from like just our four, four rows of people. And it slowly spread the entire stadium, started chanting Raiders suck. And like we felt that we were responsible for it. And that hooked me. And I was gonna be hooked anyway. My dad wasn't a big football guy. I got I got taken to a game by another man. Shame on my dad. And uh now I'm a Jets fan instead of a Giants fan. But I would have been a Giants fan if my dad took me to a game. Most likely, probably late to ask this question, but with the benefit of hindsight, what are your thoughts about Lafleur as an OC? If you had to grade grade him on both schemes, dude, that's yeah, that's that's really um, you're getting into the weeds there. Do I think Lafleur was better than Hackett? I do. Do so I think that there's plenty of times where guys were running open for for uh, in Lafleur's offense that that uh, that uh, Zach was not seeing? 100, I do. Do I think that Lafleur also lacks some creativity at times? Yes. Like the, part of the, part of the reasons that a lot of like the Shanahan systems worked the McVay systems, you know, all the, all the runoffs all of it will work was because like, they'll, they'll run the same play three, four or five times in a row. If you lock it up three or four, five times in a row, that six time is when they change the littlest thing about it. And it fucks you up for a 70 yard touchdown. You're like, just that littlest detail, um, changed. And, uh, and it obviously busted up the defense. You know there were some situations where, you know, uh, I thought Elijah Moore should have been more involved instead of just running vertical routes and not being a part of the progression that I didn't like about Lafleur. Um, again, there was no building on concepts with Lafleur. I'm sure there's other problems that uh, that I had with him. Um, there was the oh yeah, there was the game where they got into the red zone versus uh, versus the Vikings, and it was like trick play, trick play, and then they both got shut down. Like every time he got to the red zone, it'd be a trick play that didn't work. So there's plenty of problems with Lafleur. You know, do I feel floor is better than Hackett? I do. I do. You know, uh, so uh, Donald says he completely agrees about the OC and the DC coming from head coach dominant, same side of the ball. Yeah. Uh, that's part of it too, Marvin. Marvin says, can you imagine this defense, uh, what this D would be if we actually played with a lead? And they've never really gotten to do it, right? Not once. Not once. Yo, okay, the Broncos game? Okay. For, for a few plays, whatever, the game got close. Yeah uh, make, uh, Caleb, JJ McCartney, Daniels, Penix are my top five. Have you looked? No, not at all. Literally not at all. I've seen some of these names. Like I know may, I know Caleb, I know Daniels. I know Penix, I know, uh, the receiver from, uh, Florida state, uh, Keon Coleman. I think I've seen him. Like there's some, I've from what I've seen personally, Joe, again, I do. I have very little draft knowledge right now. Um, I know that it's a ta- again based on what I've seen. It's a loaded tackle and receiver class, and just need both. You know, so Rogers doesn't need Garrett Wilson and, and Adams. They can draft a red zone receiver. Um, he doesn't need Garrett Wilson and Adams, but that would be fucking hell of a duo. Hell of a duo. Devontae is six one, very similar uh, traits to Garrett Wilson, and you can see like some of the releases. It's, it's identical uh, when when Devontae almost beat Reed deep on that one throw. Um, he, he used like a split into a hop step release that, that Garrett uses all the time. All the time. We should have kept Marcus May. Can we pick up Kevin, Kevin, uh, Ken, Ken Dorsey, who went from the bills. It's not gonna happen. It's Hackett. It. It's, it's, it's gonna be Hackett. Motion needs to be brought back into this offense. Help sack with, mo- with man zone ID. Yep. With that too. I became a Jets fan after the year after the Super Bowl win. Wow. The year after. So did you see that they won a Super Bowl and say, okay, I want to be a Jets fan. I jump on the bandwagon. It's been this shit ever since. Like you thought you were going to get a good team. And this is what it's been. Wow, Joe, that is, that is rough. After the, they have to win another one, right? All right. Um, do you think Brock Purdy is a system uh, quarterback, or do you think he'd be playing at a similar level? No. Now, do I think that Brock party, it, Brock, Brock Purdy is only a system quarterback? No. Do I think that Brock Purdy has some talent and he's maximized in that system? Yes. Like, Again, how do you quantify? It? Let's say he's the twentieth best quarterback in the NFL right now in that offense, fifteenth, whatever you want to say. Let's just say 18 18th best without that system. Is he 28th instead of instead of uh you know instead of the eighteenth? Yeah. I I think the system definitely helps him. I don't think he's dreadful without it though. Schematically, how different is this offense from what Aaron would have been running? Um schematically? I think they would take more vertical shots. I I, I definitely I I definitely think there would be more vertical shots in this offense. I think there's times where they they try to get way too stringent on the run game. Again, second third down runs. I think in some instances with Rodgers, hey, listen, you know the, the benefit of Rodgers on third and one is people aren't going to stack the box because he can he can kill you with a quick pass. Um, so take that shot on second down, you know. And I, so I think that would change. I think they'd be a little bit more aggressive for sure vertically and on second down with Rodgers. Now in terms of like schematics and the different concepts they'd be running. Um that's 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 really hard to answer, honestly, off the top of the brain. 1982, uh from Captain K Techno. I'm not sure what nineteen eighty two means. That's means something else that you Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so so the game really quickly. Um I'll actually fuck it. I don't even care about talking about the game. Bill's game, Jets i don't i don't i don't even know actually should i go through the game really quickly quarterback we talked about running backs we talked about all fine conklin good Uzama, two dreadful holding calls offensive line um Betton, he was good this game but he also got pancaked on one play he also had a really bad block um where cook might have had a wide open window uh, actually let me show, i'll just show it to one, this one this this one to you really quickly um, but he had a bad play there. And then there was another play on a, on a duo run, I believe on a duo or a tight zone where he had a really bad angle. So Beckton, he was that good, but not really Beckton had a, had a quite a few, uh, like flubs in this one. Like this was, this was a bad block by Beckton on this play. I, I explained it actually in the, in the film review episode, why on this one, um, really not gonna get into the weeds. All he does is overcommit on the first level here. He has to peel off to get to the linebacker a little bit quicker than he does, but he blows this block in, in, in a short yard situation, which was not good. And then we have another one uh, that I want to bring up from before um, or earlier on the game. Or maybe it wasn't even earlier on. I just gotta find it. Which this part helps having a co-host when I can start talking about stuff and then they kind of they kind of uh fill the air, but I don't have a co-host anymore. So let me find this. Um Beckton beat sack. No, that's not it. Uh it was like a cook, it was a cook run. I just forget which one it was. Oh, here it is. This is, this is one of those ones where you want to see him be a little bit more active and find a block, but really all we're going to do here is just watch, watch Beckton. Again, I talk about it on, on the film episode, which we don't need to get into now, why he passes off the first level, like, like how he passed off the first level. I don't love it based on the rules, you know, of zone and all that stuff in the open field. He kind of finds nothing to do cook. Let's say if Beckton were to engage with this, with, with Garrett Wilson's block and kick him a little bit more outside. Beckton's not in the way right here. Uh, cook, maybe gone. If, and if not gone, a lot bigger of a gain. Why? Because of Beckton kind of just looking for something to do instead of doing something. Cook runs right into him. Could have been a big gain. So Becton, uh, a little bit of a thumbs down this game for, from him, in, in, in all fairness. Uh, just, again, transparency. Tomlinson, whatever. Uh, Titman was pretty good this game. Again, Newman gave up some pressures and didn't look great, but relative to the expectations, performed better than I expected. And then Max Mitchell, for the most part, did really, really well against... Um, against Max Crosby. So offensive line, thumbs up. <coughs> Defense, Q dominated. He um, should have had that one sack, though, where, where he where the, the quarterback bounced off him. I think J.J. or J.F.M. got the sack. Um, but he was really good this game. J.F.M., J.J., all good. Quentin Jefferson, more quiet, but fine. Um, linebackers, uh, Mosley and Quincy were both amazing this game. Whitehead had a really nice pick. Uh, cover four, uh, or not cover four, it was quarters. Quarters and uh, cover four are different. Um, but a really nice play on, on, on a Whitehead to sit on that play or sit on Devonta Adams' route. Sauce was good. One bad missed tackle in the open field, the, the really big Josh Jacobs run. Um, he tried to come in and punch the ball out instead of wrapping him up, and, and, and it led to another like 15 or 20 yards. And he had another tackle that he kind of missed, but overall he was still really good. Locked up to Devonta Adams for the most part. Um, I enjoyed his game. Reed was fine. Michael Carter's second was fine. So really just getting through the game really, really quickly. I just didn't want to leave any stones unturned. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on Pennix Daniels or Knicks. I don't know. I can't tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you before the draft for sure. I'll give you very strong opinions, but I can't, I can't tell uh, in this offense only is this offense only good with Rogers at the helm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. How many, how many more wins do you think we would have with Rogers seven? So we're, we have four wins right now, right? I'll say the Cowboys game. Maybe we just lose that. Right. Chiefs game, we win. Chiefs game we win. Chargers game we win. We win this game. So yeah, seven and, I, I think I think we're seven and two right now with Rodgers. And that's with giving the and we're giving we're still giving the Cowboys game. And uh what was the like, other did I even say it? What, what was the other game I felt like we would have lose with Rodgers? Maybe even the Chargers game? I don't I don't know. Yeah, seven and two, eight and one. Seven and two, eight and one. That's where I would say we are. So uh, to clarify my comment about, uh, about height before uh, I was thinking about Fitzger- Fitzgerald and Megatron, um, but Fitzgerald wasn't that tall, right? Larry Fitz was like 6'1", foot. Larry Fitzgerald height? He wasn't that. He wasn't big. Unless I'm mistaken. Oh, he was 6'3"? Really? Hmm. I always thought he was smaller. Maybe since he played in the slot and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not a trait you don't want, but it can also slow you down. So, you know, if you're talking about, Hey, who would you rather run a whip route? Calvin Johnson or Antonio Brown taking Antonio Brown. So like, there's different, there's different things you're afforded by being smaller, you know? So what happened to you and Kyle and you get too busy? Uh, yeah, Jordan, that's it. That's really it. Nothing. There's no, there's no falling out or anything like that. I'm still buddies with Kyle. I'm, I'm sure I'll still see my games and stuff. Um, but yeah, too busy. He's too busy. Um, yeah maybe maybe he got threatened by the upgrades though i don't know got a camera now i got the mic arm now i'm getting the i'm getting the upgraded camera i got a little bit of a background going on which i'm gonna hang some stuff up you know i'm getting the the roadcaster sound effects i don't know maybe that's why that's, that's that's what i'm gonna go with that's what i'm gonna go with uh great analysis of the play do you think the coaches showed back then what he's doing oh rich that is literally nothing that that is zero analysis of that play um that's <laughs> Go to the film show. We talk about those plays for like two or three minutes a pop. That that was literally nothing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm assuming they should they, they show him now how, how how much did they actually correct it? You know, I don't know. But yeah, if you want more on that zone play and and him not committing to anything, um, I talk about the, the, the rules of zone and why he should have passed it. Um again, I talked about if Tomlinson didn't have a guy to his to his right to his right gap, then maybe he can pass it because you're going to assume that Tomlinson's going to zone step and, and if the guy were to cross his face, he can just pass it to Tomlinson. But because Tomlinson had a guy there, you have to assume that Tomlinson's going to be engaged. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff in that play we'll talk about. But any trade value from from Zach with, with or without a team taking on some of his contract? I don't know. Um, I'm sure there's some trade, tr- some, some trade value, you know, six or seventh round pick. Same thing with Michael Carter. Like you had the Cardinals who, tr- who tried to claim them, who claimed them. You had another team or two who tried to claim them. I think you could have probably got like a seventh round pick for Michael Carter. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but was it really like they just decided this week that they get one thing to get rid of them. They couldn't figure it out last week and maybe got a little bit of a pick, you know, I don't know, but seventh round pick, I'm not going to lose my shit. Um, Rich says, Joe just joining. What's up, dude? Uh yeah, I, I know I usually there's just like some streams I start at six. There's some I start at eight, seven, five. Uh this one I started at five, Rich. So you're about two hours behind. I'm gonna jump off in a minute or two. Um, but nothing, nothing, nothing really. You'll you'll figure out. Uh you're you're gonna be missing Kyle. <laughs> you're gonna be missing Kyle because he's no longer a part of it, but it is what it is. Um, I'll miss Kyle, as as will some of you guys. Some of you guys, you know, won't most of you guys will. We beat the Pats with Rodgers. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We beat the Pats with Rodgers. We beat the Chargers. We beat the um, Chiefs. We beat the, yeah, right? I don't know. Is Kyle too depressed to do these anymore? Uh, Kyle is uh, busy. He's busy with life right now. So he's going to be, he's not going to be on the streams anymore, Rich. Um, I asked a question before, and you were one of the ones I mentioned. your opinion matters to me? Uh, Solo or no solo? Solo or co-host or solo with guest spots? I don't know what I'm going to do, but right now I think I'm rolling solo. Uh, Zach Statline if you played, it, it's just the. I'm not even gonna do that. Is it just me, or does our O line kind of suck at working double teams to the second level? Um, yeah, that's part of it. And and honestly, uh, one of the bigger guys in that who falls in that category for me is Beckton. Becton's having been having trouble over committing to the first level. Um, really, once you get to your third step, you kind of want to be square to that second level. And on 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 one of those blocks where I talk about with him on the first level, you cannot overcommit. And one of the things I really frequently say in the film shows is turn the tank or turn the turret not the tank. So what that means is okay, if you know you have a guy working to your right, you have a lot of guys who will turn the upper body and they'll kind of push him. They'll they'll push a guy to, to to the other offensive lineman, but you don't want to shove and there's a difference between pushes and shoves. Pushes are just the upper body. Shoves come with feet. So when you're shoving a guy and you step into step into to shoving him to another offensive lineman, um, then that takes you off your off your spot. So you want to turn just the Turret, again, upper body, shove him, waste a lower half square to the second level where you got to move up to. You move up to the second level, um, and then you fulfill your block there. But Beckton has a problem with overcommitting on the first level and turning his hips to the first level, and then guys shooting his gaps, and he doesn't have enough time to recalibrate and get back out to them because he overcommitted to the first level. So Beckton's trying to do a little bit too much with the pancake stuff right now instead of just playing technically sound football. Overall, still good, um, but yeah. I want US Jets GM. Uh I appreciate that, Rich. Um, I would like to try it. You know, I like I would like to I, I would at least like to try it and then hit reset if I fuck it all up, which I probably would. I don't know. Um, why are the coaches two weeks behind the fan base and making roster changes? They're not even two weeks behind Snowball. They're they're months behind, really. Really, in terms of the roster changes, they should have brought in a receiver the, the day that Corey the, the second that Corey Davis retired, they should have brought in you know a receiver. They haven't done that yet. Um, the tight end thing, we were bitching about it, you know, week week one and two, you know, about, about Uzama and Rucker not getting more, more reps over him. You know, The backup quarterback thing we've been bitching about for a while. So I think you saying they're two weeks behind this fan base is honestly crediting them a little bit too much. So uh, easily beat the Pats too. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about Joe Blue. <laughs> like, I appreciate you guys. I recapped the game really quickly. Again, I'm sorry for the Sketchy start times and stuff, which might be happening more since it's gonna be a solo operation. I can start whenever the fuck I want to. I was think I was thinking about um, I was being kind. I was thinking about just like doing the show at noon today. I was like, no, I can't. I can't do that. But uh, yeah, let me know about your thoughts about co-host all that stuff. Um, I will talk to you guys after the Jets uh, beat the shit out of the Bills. Adios.